The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dallin Catholic High School Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formalware. Thank you for supporting Dallin Catholic Sports on Iowa Catholic Radio. And good evening and welcome to the Dowling Catholic High School Gym as we get set for girls and boys basketball tonight. It's Dowling Catholic hosting the Ankeny Hawks. Alongside Scott Babinet, Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo will join us later. It's girl-boy doubleheader. And uh, Scott, it's Dowling and Ankeny. Two teams met once last year. Ankeny winning uh, their home game up at Ankeny 35-29 in a game in which Dowling was held to one point in the fourth quarter. And the Maroons kind of have uh, been getting... Caught up in this a little bit after Southeast Polk's game. They had a 16-point lead at halftime Tuesday night, and the Dowling girls held the 16 points in the second half. So uh, some things to keep in mind, but, hey, it's a top uh, 15 matchup, 7th-ranked Ankeny and number 11 Dowling Catholic. Yeah, and it should be a great matchup tonight. I, I view these two teams as pretty even, and, and they've always had good games after the uh, – I came in 2016 in the first year. Uh, the game stretched out a little bit and in favor of Dowling, but since then the games have uh, really closed up uh, a lot. And like, like like you said, last year Dowling lost a heartbreaker by only scoring one point in the fourth quarter. So that is uh, that was a tough loss, and it was just tough. It was a lot of good defense, but a lot of uh, maybe bad offense as well contributed to that. So sure. Well, for the uh, Ankeny Hawks, they come in winning three of their last five games under. Uh, Head coach Drew McAnally in his seventh year. And for Dowling, they've lost two of three games. Uh, the Maroons got the win last Friday night at Waukee, but they've dropped the game to Southeast Polk and Johnson the week before. So this is the tough league. Everybody's right. kind of, you know, taking their hits and misses depending on who you play. And they're all kind of see first time around, which we right. won't get through to about, what, week two in, in January, uh, kind of see where everybody's at because this is a conference that's going to have a lot of teams it could have a lot of teams in the top 15, but record-wise, it won't show it. And that's certainly the case tonight for Dowling. Right. I mean, it's it, Tuesdays haven't been kind to the Maroons this season. I'll say that. You know, the, the tough loss at Valley, tough at uh, Johnston, and tough at uh, uh, Southeast Polk the other night. And that was just, uh, it was just a tough second half for the Maroons. They, they, they didn't hit shots, and, and Southeast Polk started uh, hitting everything they shot which uh, made it difficult for Dowling to get out on the break after rebounding the ball and getting some easy baskets, which they got in the first half. All right, we're also joined tonight as we uh, simulcast tonight's game on CISN.TV. So, Scott, we're radio and TV and live stream at the same time, like we did in football. And uh, if you're tuned into CISN, you can uh, watch us watch the game and listen to us if, if you want to go through that much misery. But... That's, that's the stakes we're at tonight, and I'm glad to see you dressed up. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nice to know that Dowling still has a gymnasium. We haven't been here this year. Well, you so. notice they painted it? It does. It looks nice and, there. And they have this thing called the shot clock up there, yes. and, and we have personnel at the, the bench, and uh, one of the guys who helped with the history of Dowling football is running the varsity shot clock, and that's Ted Power. Ted's a super guy, retired uh, uh, newspaper man, and I mean in the publishing area up yep. there, and uh, – you know, his wife, uh, Kathy, my classmate here at Dowling, Kathy Kirby, as she was known then, her husband. Well, they, Ted Power comes out and say, I'm going to run the shot clock. So that's the only change. And I'll note that to Mr. Cataldo because he was really <laughs> concerned about that Tuesday night. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I heard you guys discussing a little bit 
but it, it is. It's one of those new logistics that you have to get used to. I, uh, when I came to Iowa in 2016, I was surprised we didn't have the shot clock. After all those years I had in sure. California with the shot clock. So, it, you know, it has helped the pace of play, I believe, across the state. And, you know, um, not that it matters to both these teams as much because they do like to push the ball in transition. But uh, most teams it doesn't affect. But every once in a while you get a good defensive uh, possession and, and wind down, and then it's interesting to see what coaches do at the end of the clock. And as uh, Ted Power told me, he says, yes, they've, they've had rehearsals. They've been uh, <laughs> into that. He actually took a class on it they offered right. the, by the state. So I think we're in good hands, even though it's Dowling's home opener, where other teams have two or three home games by now. I also want to thank the CISN crew, as I mentioned earlier. Justin Wolber is our on-site producer. And up there in the cameras, the one and only Pete Tarby, one of the founders of CISN, and Aaron Brady will be your camera operators tonight. Jennifer Phelps on the radio side is our studio producer. And, uh, of course, uh, sitting next to me, and we've got, uh, we've got a lot of names to, to get underway. Uh, Paul Oya, a junior here, he's running the video board here at Dowling. And uh, I found out Paul asked him what activities. He's a boxer. He goes to a boxing class on the south side of Des Moines right by Lincoln. That's his <laughs> passion. And my Uncle Jimmy, my late Uncle Jimmy, trained boxers, Golden Glove boxers. So we hit it off great. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in between two tremendous people right now, <laughs> you and Paul, the junior here at Dowling. Uh, he's our security then is what you're saying. That's right. And I need it, believe me. All right. Well, let's take a look at some other games going on tonight. It's Dowling and uh, – Ankeny here at the Dowling Gym, a girl-boy doubleheader. Other games going on, how about this one? Valley at Johnston, girl-boy doubleheader, number five Valley girls, number two Johnston girls. These are all 6-15 starts. Uh, number eight Ankeny Centennial gals at Waukee tonight uh, in a girl-boy doubleheader. Southeast Polk's at Urbandale. Lincoln is at North, East at Hoover, and Atumwa at Roosevelt. Of course, Lincoln North, East at Hoover, and Atumwa Roosevelt are all the Iowa Alliance Conference. Uh, teams that are not playing tonight, Waukee Northwest has a bye. Ames, Mason City, and uh, those are three of the teams that have a bye tonight. So uh, you may see some of those coaches around and maybe scouting. There you go. And we want to thank our supporters and sponsors. They include Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, along with uh, Dental Associates and Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Skeffington's Formal Wear on our radio side. Uh, the folks at the Catholic Tuition Organization, that's where I was gone for a little bit. I had a little presentation in the Dowling Media Center, so I was over there. Mark Reed will join us at halftime of the girls' game. So uh, we'll talk to him more about the uh, Catholic Tuition Organization and what they provide for uh, folks that want to send their Catholic student, Catholic kids here to Dowling Catholic High School. We're going to take a break. We've got two minutes to go as we're going to start a little early tonight, and that would be <laughs> way early. 6-15 start, make it a 6-10 start the way they're going. So we'll take a break, come back with starting lineups. Mark Amadell, Scott Babinat from the Dowling Gym, back in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and CISN. The next Man Up West Power Lunch is Friday, January 13th at noon, St. Francis of Assisi Parish in West Des Moines with John Wazinski, male coordinator of Root Feedham and Father Reed Flood Chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Lunch is provided by Chick-fil-A or you are welcome to bring your own. You can learn more and register at iowacatholicradio.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. Ashworthvision.com. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Patty Orger from St. John's Parish in Adel. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. First time all season. Mark Amadell alongside Scott Babinat. They see they gave us our table back. First row. Just so you can see, I asked Tom Donahue to sit down, and he just left. <laughs> so we, we can see over him. Let's take a look at our starting lineups tonight as we're also joined by CISN. My reminder, CISN is not only broadcasting tonight's uh, Dowling and Ankeny game here at the Dowling Gym. They are also out at Waukee. And Centennial takes on Waukee and both uh, all four teams there are in the top uh, 15 of the so-called rankings, so that's another game you can catch on the CISN.TV live stream. All right, let's take a look at the starters tonight. First of all, for the Ankeny Hawks, their head coach is Drew McAnally in his seventh year, 68 wins, 68 losses. He's assisted by Gary Birdwell, Seth Haggerty, and Cody Myers. The Hawks come in averaging 61.5 points on offense. They give up 47 points on defense. They'll start at one guard, Savannah J- Gage. Gage is a 5'10 sophomore, and she is our leading scorer, averaging 16.5 points and leads the team in free throw percentage with 79%. She'll wear number two. The other guard is Carson Jacks, a 5'6 junior, averaging 8.5 points, leads the team with 11 made threes. Jacks will wear number three. And the point guard for Ankeny is Jenna Pitts, a 5'9 senior, averaging 10 points, and leads the team with five assists, and she'll wear number five. At one forward, Jayla Williams, a 5'9 freshman, Averaging 14.5 points. Leads a team in rebounds with just under a six, a 6 per game. Leads a team in steals with 23. And in shooting percentage, shooting 47% from the field. And Williams will wear number 22. And the other forward is Jasmine Moser, a six-foot senior. Averaging 3.5 points, 4.5 rebounds. Moser will wear number 25. So it'll be Gage, Jacks, Pitts, the three guards with uh, Williams and Moser in the post. Off the bench for... Ankeny, Zoe Shadravan, a six-foot senior, wearing number 13. Kendra Lewis, a 5'4 senior. And uh, Ainsley Keene, a 5'8 freshman, will come off the bench for head coach Drew McAnally. And the Hawks are record of 5-2 in their ranked seventh in Class 5A. Now for Dowling Catholic, the home team on the scoreboard. In their home opener, they're led by point guard Ava Zedeker, a 5'10 sophomore, averaging 19.5 points. Leads the team in scoring, short number 13. The other guard is Layla Tritton, 5'8 sophomore, averaging 8.5 points, wearing number 15. And Julia Moore is the other guard, a 5'6 senior, wearing number 21. At one forward, Ellie Olson, a 5'10 sophomore, wearing number 5. And in the post, Lauren Frerichs, a 5'10 senior, averaging 6.5 points, short number 25. The head coach, Christian Meyer, in her seventh year, 109 wins, 37 losses. Assisted by Joel Danner and Audrey Favor. Maroons come in averaging 54.5 points on offense and give up 53 points on defense. We're going to take a break, uh, but first we'll have a word from Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dowling Catholic High School, and our pregame prayer with Father Reed Flood here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Reed Flood. 
Let us pray together for the coaches, players, and trainers for this athletic competition this evening. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask that you bless all those involved in this athletic competition this evening. We ask that you keep them safe, and that they show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Sebastian, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thought of the Day with Monsignor Frank Bagnano is now in a book, Three Minutes with God, filled with daily reflections and prayers. Three Minutes with God, available at Divine Treasures Bookstore, Franciscan Media, Amazon, and Barnes & Noble. A message from Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, I'm Ellen Miller from St. Thomas Aquinas, Indianola. Thank you for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And welcome back to the Dowling Catholic High School Gym. First time we've been in here all season alongside uh, Scott Babinat. I'm Mark Amadil as Jimmy Cataldo will be along for game two with the boys game. But, uh, Scott, it's uh, first time here, and it's Dowling and Ankeny, conference rivals. And I mentioned Ankeny and Dowling played once last year. The Ankeny girls defeated Dowling 35-29. That was without the shot clock. So right. we'll see how this all transpires. You might see the game get up a little higher than those scores from last year, a defensive struggle. And uh, what are some of the keys you see here, Scott, before well, we uh, get underway? Well, both teams are going to push the ball tonight. I, I think both coaches would like it if their teams would lower their turnovers. They're averaging 16 a game, which is you, you expect more in a running game, but you still want those down maybe around 10 to 12 at the highest. So both teams have some work to do there. Both teams really need to get out and get easy baskets off rebounding, so rebounding would be a key here again. And I think that's kind of a theme for every game, though, but – uh, team that gets out and gets easy basketball will accentuate their offense a lot easier tonight. All right, Lauren Ferks for Dowling in their white uniforms against uh, Jayla Williams, the uh, 5'9 freshman for Ankeny, and Williams wins the titch, wins the tip-off, and it's in the backcourt, and Ankeny with the basketball left to right in their road black uniforms, gold trim and numbers. Dowling in their home white uniforms, first time we've seen them this year in the maroon trim and numbers, and Dowling stays man-to-man to start with in the lane. A shot off the glass. Good by Jayla Williams. She not only wins the tip, but she also gets the first basket here, Scott. Yeah, both teams want to do it. They do a good job of widening the court and making it look real big so they have great driving lanes, and she had a very nice finish there. Dowling with the ball left wing. Here's Zedeker coming off a ball screen by Olsen. Gets in the lane. Nicely cut off by the uh, Hawks. Now in the lane is Fergs. Her scoop shot up and good. Lauren Frerichs went right around Jasmine Moser for the basket. Yeah, both teams are doing similar things. They call them like drives, finger cuts off those things that are around the elbows and opening up the offense that way. 
Ankeny in the front court. Savannah Gage dribbles in the lane. And shot off the glass, no good by Gage. Rebound Zedeker and Dowling. Maroons running three on two fast break. Zedeker in the lane. Blast through, layup, good. Ava Zedeker, the 5'10 sophomore with the basket, and Dowling with its first lead, 4-2. And they like to push that ball out off rebounds, so that's why almost every game we're talking about rebounding being such a key stat. It gets them out, and it doesn't force them to sit in the half court the whole time. Not a bad crowd as it still continues to uh, file in here at the Dowling Gym for the Maroons' home opener, and we'll uh, stick around for the boys' game, too, here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. In the lane, reverse layup is short by Savannah Gage, and rebound out to Zedeker. Nice defense that time by Julia Moore of Dowling. And Zedeker down court with a Euro stapper, shot up and no good, and rebound Mosier. And we have two Mosiers on the Ankeny team, Jasmine, a six-foot senior, and her younger sister, Jade, a 5'10 sophomore. Jade will wear number 20 if she gets in the contest. There's Jayla Williams, top of the key, guarded by Frericks. Dowling stays man-to-man on defense. And now a 15-footer up and good from the left wing by Savannah Gage. That's her first basket, and she is Ankeny's leading scorer. Yeah, and that was that was good uh, play by both sides, good defense, challenging the shot, and, and uh, knocking down the open jumper there. Now more underneath, and she tried to reverse pass, and it was deflected off the back of the backboard. And Ankeny comes away, and on an off-balance shot, no good by Pence. And Jenna misses the shot, rebound Dowling. Here's Zedeker in the front court, and she'll wait for her teammates. Coming off a ball screen by Olsen. Long three, up and good. Ava Zedeker with her fifth point of the quarter, her first three. And Dowling opens up a three-point lead, 7-4. to four. And that's a good start for her. She struggled the other night in the second half and, and really starting off well there tonight. Oh, nice pick underneath. By Ankeny, and Gage's shot is no good. Whistle and a foul be a shooting foul. Foul against Dowling and Julia Moore. Her first foul, and the team foul number one, has run away here in the first quarter with the lights starting to flicker. Yeah, that's one of those communication things on defense as the coaches talk about. They've got to communicate and switch rather than get picked off like that. All right, Gage at the free throw line. She'll have two here. First one up and good. Again, we are simulcasting tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio along with the uh, CISN TV crew, CISN.TV, as you hear the simulcast. And we want to thank supporters along both ways. Second free throw, good by Gage. Dowling with a pair of substitutions. Number 11, Marin Heller, 5'3", sophomore, averaging 5.5 points. And Aaron Muller, 6'1", freshman, averaging 5.5 points. She was Dowling's leading scorer the other night at Southeast Polk. Into the lineup, number 43 is Muller. Now Dowling with the ball. Here's Tritton underneath. Her shot up, no good. Drew the foul. And they'll call it on Jasmine Moser, her first. And first team foul on the Ankeny Hawks. And free throws coming for Tritton. And that was a great job by Layla Tritton, dribble driving and, and attacking the glass. And both teams are doing exactly what they want to do on offense. And, and the good thing about this is, Within these rotations, you can keep your players fresh to get a quick break here to catch their breath because both teams are flying up and down the court. You see, even at the rebound, players running the spots and then opening up the middle for the drives. All right, Zedeker was out momentarily, is back in as Ellie Olson stays on the bench and Julia Moore on the bench. Second free throw is good by Tritton. So both teams two for two at the free throw line here in the early going. And the other way we go with Hawks with the basketball, dialing up 9-6. Corner three is no good by Savannah Gage. Offensive rebound, Ankeny, long three up, and rolls through, rolls around and goes through by Jenna Pitts. 
Yeah, the, that's definitely one of the, the sticking points for the Dowling coaches. They want that, uh, that defensive rebound there. You don't want to give them extra uh, shots and extra possessions. All right, here's Heller with it. This is Marin Heller, right side over to Zedeker. Dowling has both their point guards in the game. Heller gets the pass from Zedeker in the lane. Puts up a shot, off, up and no good. Rebound is put back and good by Ellie Muller, the 6'1 freshman for the Maroons with the basket. Ellie's really come a long ways these last three games and just showing up and uh, adding and er, contributing on the offensive side and the defensive side and uh, pushing for way more minutes here. She was Dowling's leading scorer against Southeast Polk, had a career-high 14 points, and the game before she had a career-high 12 points. And now here's Tritton with the steal into the hands of Frericks. It's knocked around, and now Frericks trying to get out of the backcourt to Heller. Notice we haven't been close to a shot clock violation right. with these two teams. It won't be there. Zedeker's shot might have been partially blocked. It's no good as Shadravan in there with the block for Ankeny. And the rebound out to the Hawks. Here's Pitts with it, top of the key. Right side it goes to Jax in the corner to Gage. Ball stolen away by Heller. Wins with another defensive play, and the Hawks come up empty. Dowling leading 11-9. Three minutes to play, first quarter. They work underneath to Ellie Moeller, and the ball stolen away. Again, great defense that time by Chad Ravan. And a timeout called by Ankeny will keep it here. It's a 30-second timeout with 2.53 to go in. The first quarter, Dowling leading 11-9. It's got to be reminiscent, but I didn't give a shout-out to my brother who's home watching it in Ankeny. <laughs> he broke his leg this week, and, or, or his foot, I should say, or tibula, fibula, you know, he... And uh, so, Father Mike, we're wishing you well. And I uh, saw a few of your friends here at Dowling. Yes, you still have some friends here at Dowling. But uh, <laughs> they wish you well and uh, take care. I know we sent some crutches up from our house. Uh, my son had ACL surgery several times, and, or twice, rather. And he's borrowing my, our crutches. And thank goodness yeah. it's him, not me, Scott. Yeah, I, uh, I tried crutches once, for, and I just got rid of them. I'm going to limp this thing out. I, I don't know how people do those things, but they're of no fun well, I was going to send him, I really was going to send him up a walker, and I may just wait <laughs> up, wait till Christmas for that. But uh, Father Mike, hope you're getting better and let that leg heal. Drink a lot of calcium, a lot of calcium. Mm. All right, so I want to mention our supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio. They include Mercy One, Skeffington's Formal Wear, and the Catholic Tuition Organization. And reminder, we will have Mark Reed, a member and executive president of uh, the Catholic Tuition Organization, executive director, on at halftime. That's how quick it goes. They are listening, Scott. So if you want to sneak something in about Ankeny, there's ears up there besides the teams that are listening here, you know, the fans from Ankeny who sit behind us. All right, we're underway out of the 30-second timeout called by head coach Drew McAnally at Ankeny. His dad was a longtime head basketball coach down at uh, Clark of Osceola and is retired and uh, does some coaching on the side. Now I've got another Ankeny turnover. And Scott, if I'm not mistaken, that's the third empty possession for the Hawks right now. And yes. thus the timeout by Coach McAnally. Yes, that's not what he wanted out of that timeout. But, you know, that's what we talked about early on. Both teams have had a propensity to turn the ball over a lot. And that's if they want to progress and get better, that's what they've got to do. They've got to stop that. That type of well, play. Zedeker, also the point guard for Dowling, gets caught in the lane. She grew a couple inches over the summer, yeah. and she thinks she's a post player. And uh, <laughs> she uh, tried to get out of traffic and dribbled into traffic and a turnover by Dowling. So it'll be Ankeny basketball. Dowling leads by two, 2.20 left to go. First quarter from the Dowling gym, the Maroons' home opener. 
Underneath, here's Kendra Lewis with the shot. It's no good. Rebound cleared out of there by Dowling and Ellie Olson. Outlet pass goes to Marin Heller. Here's Moore back in. It's Julia Moore wearing number 21. They lob it inside to uh, Ellie Muller and a whistle and a foul on Ankeny. Ellie's doing a good job of working for possession there, or position there to get the ball. Uh, she probably needs to get a little bit stronger to hold her spot, and then she'll see even more growth there. So Shadravan picks up the foul for Ankeny. That is uh, team foul number two on the Hawks. And Dowling will inbound the ball. And they get a brand-new shot clock. Zedeker thinks about the three, won't shoot it, guarded very well by Gage. Now to Heller, guarded by Pitts. Heller in the lane against Pitts, gets it in the corner. This is Olsen with it. Good defense by Ankeny. 12 on the shot clock, and now we got traveling called on Ellie Olsen and Dowling. So we've seen a lot of empty possessions after the scoring started off strong. Now we've leveled off here, Scott. Yeah, I'm looking at four turnovers for Dowling and three for Ankeny right now, and it's just it just stalls your offense so much. And you're, like you said, empty possessions, and you look back over the course of the game going, this is what's killing us in our opportunities to get stops and then build. Dowling leads 11-9, minute 30 left to go here in the first quarter. And now a long three off the mark, no good by the Hawks. And that was Jenna Pitts, the senior, and just skips off, skims off the rim. Out of bounds to Dowling. Maroons will have Julia Moore, Marin Heller, Ava Zedeker, the three guards, to go along with Ellie Olson, who's in the post, and Lauren Frerichs, who's back in, number 25. Frerichs has it now. Ankeny stays man-to-man. Heller with it. Down the lane. Can't get a shot off. Gets it over in the corner to Moore for three. Up off the mark. No good. Offensive rebound. Dowling. That's Olsen with it. Inside pivot. Layup up short. And the rebound cut out of there by the Ankeny Hawks. That's Jasmine Mosier cleaning up the uh, boards. And now the other way we go with uh, Jayla Williams. Out front it goes to Gage. Gage thinks about the three, can't get a shot off over Zedeker. Good defense by Dowling, Scott. She did a really good job of getting around that screen there. The other night they got caught behind screens or getting double screened, and that hurt them leaving open shooters. Uh, you can probably tell that uh, Coach Danner and Faber, along <laughs> with head coach Kristen Meyer, maybe worked on that drill. There's a drill for that. There's a drill for everything. There now, is. A bad pass by Ankeny as Gage throws it away. Moore comes away with it. Three on two fast break. Here's Frerichs with it, and she travels with the basketball. And you're not seeing any of the coaches complain about that. None of them have gotten a pivot foot. Dowling and Ankeny tonight have really had several traveling calls when they don't establish yeah. a pivot foot. Yeah, it's that false step turnover there. You know, just you got to get that ball on the ground fast, faster. You know, and those are that's a call that's going to happen every single time. All right, turnover back to Ankeny, and they will inbound after get things squared away. They're, they're talking to the folks at the scores table, so there might be something going on that we're not aware of that hasn't affected the game, but our officials tonight have seen. Jerry Kinder is our lead official, Travis Carroll and Tyler Eason. Thank all three of you for being here. They do a great job. This is the state tournament crew, and we've seen them at the state tournament with some of the CIML teams, so they're no stranger there. Now, foul away from the basket against Julia Moore, and uh, that's something I don't think, I think she wants back. That's her second foul. Yeah, and that was a necessary foul there. I mean, you want to you want to play good defense. Pitts is a, a very good player, and she she gets to the rim uh, pretty well for Ankeny, but uh, you don't want to foul her that far from the basket. Well, that's Dowling's second team foul, and they're all on uh, Moore, who goes to the bench now. 
Now corner three up no good by Kendra Lewis. Frank, and he has a quarter ends, rebounded by Olsen for Dowling. So we've come to the end of the first quarter here at the Dowling Gym. It's Dowling 11, Ankeny 9, along with Scott Babinat. This is Mark Amadale, and you're listening to High School Basketball on CISN.TV and the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is a Young Catholic Minute. Why can't priests get married? Did you know that an ordination shares a lot of similarity with a wedding? The rituals, the vows, even the speak now or forever hold your peace. Why all this similarity? Because he's getting married. His bride is the Catholic Church, and he promises his life to her, just as Christ, the true bridegroom, has done from all eternity. Now, yes, it is possible to have an earthly bride and a heavenly bride, but since the heavenly bride always has to come first, it can be really hard on even the saintliest earthly bride. That's why for the past thousand years, the church has echoed St. Paul's words when he said to early priests, an unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But a married man is anxious about the things of the world, how he may please his wife, and he is divided. So why can't priests get married? Well, because they already are. For more, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic. And we're back here at the Dowling Catholic Gym. Start of the second quarter in Dowling's home opener. It's Dowling leading Ankeny 11-9. Mark Amadil and Scott Babinat here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Jennifer Phelps, our studio producer. And on the uh, live stream side, we appreciate uh, CISN.TV as we simulcast with them. Justin Wolber, our studio or on-site producer. Pete Tarpey and Aaron Brady, our camera operators. So got everybody here tonight. And Dowling with the basketball and now we've got a, a timeout as Travis Carroll comes over and is trying, that a to re, trying to reset, reset the shot, the shot clock, clock at okay. 22 I believe uh, there was no foul called so there right. must have been a, a ball kicked out of bounds another Zedeker was driving and the ball got knocked out of her hands but the Ankeny player was standing out of bounds now, now, they're, now they're doing the, the game clock so while we have a moment, and they got to reset the clock here, folks, uh, the number one team will go through the Class 5A rankings that came out yesterday by the Iowa High School Girls Athletic Union. Number one team in 5A remains Waterloo West, followed by Johnson at number two. Three through five is Pleasant Valley, Southeast Polk, and Valley at number five. Six through ten has Iowa City West at number six. Ankeny at seven. Ankeny Centennial, Waukee Northwest, Davenport North at number 10. Dowling is 11, Waukee 12, Iowa City Liberty 13, Des Moines North at 14, and Sioux City East is at number 15, the latest rankings that came out. Now we're underway after the uh, stoppage by the officials, and now we've got a whistle underneath. The ball was tipped out of bounds, and it'll be Dowling basketball. 13 seconds left on the shot clock. And the Maroons win down the ball. Here's Olsen with it to Frerichs, right side to Tritton. Dowling run their offense. Here's Zedeker with five on the shot clock. She's double teamed. Somebody's got to be open. She puts up a shot. It's up and good. The basket will count and a foul on Ankeny. What a move by Zedeker, a strong move as the foul was on Savannah Gage, her first. Yeah, that was a strong move. And she didn't, she didn't panic under pressure. And uh, she just waited and let the defender go past her a little bit and then powered through. So with Zedeker, that is her seventh point, and she'll have an opportunity for her first free throw of the night. She comes in, 81% free throw shooter, leads the team, and hits the free throw. So 
eight points now for Zedeker, and Dowling's lead is now five, 14 to nine over the Hawks. And now in the lane, and here's a shot up and no good, or in good by Jenna Pitts after she did a nice job of creating some uh, space to get to the basket. Yeah, she went right back at her. You got me, I'll go get you. <laughs> It'll be so, a great matchup. Pitts it is. a senior against Zedeker, the sophomore. Underneath, they work it to Ellie Moore, the freshman, with her fourth point. Ellie, a big, strong 6'1 freshman. And she got herself inside the beautiful execution, I believe. Zedeker got the assist. Yes, and they need to do that more. They need to get uh, Ellie more involved on the offensive side. She works hard on the defensive side. Reward her on the offensive side because that's going to alleviate the pressure on your, your leading scorers like Zedeker and Trenton. And uh, you, you need more balance from the Maroons. All right, Dowling has Heller back in. So Heller will be the point guard with Zedeker, Tritton, Lauren Frericks, and Ellie Moeller. Zedeker dribble drives, leaves it for Heller. Can't get a shot on the baseline. So they'll re reset, and Aki stays man-to-man. -man, and now they force a turnover. Bad pass by Frericks. The other way we go. Williams with the steal. And she gets it to Gage, and she can't get a shot off. Now Gage will pull up from 15. Good. That's Savannah Gage yeah, with, she's with the basket. Leading, she's our leading scorer this year on the season, averaging 16 and a half. And she just picked up her sixth point there, second field goal, and two for two at the line is Gage. And the Custa Dowling lead to three, 16-13. Underneath Zedeker, her shot up, and they're going to – it's no good, and they're going to call her for the travel. She might get a little deep when she caught that pass, and again – Zedeker can do it all. She can post up and she can take you outside. And that time she got caught deep in the travel turnover against Dowling. And Scott, what's a look at our numbers here? Yeah, in the first quarter, Dowling was four for nine from the field, two for two from the line, seven total rebounds, five turnovers. Ankeny was three for ten, two for two from the free throw line, three rebounds, four turnovers. Now another Ankeny turnover. What's the turnover situation looking like, Coach? Uh, yeah, again, uh, six, uh, six for Ankeny, seven for Dowling. All right. That last play by Dowling, that 1-4 set, uh, really created space down low with a high post entry, and Zedeker was able to cut behind. Her footwork just got off balance there. And both teams were 2-for-2 two two at the free throw line in the first quarter. Here's Zedeker, fall away jumper, right side, no good. Rebound, slapped around. Moeller had it for Dowling, and she lost it. And Gage pulls it away, down court. The Hawks get it to Ainsley Keene running the floor, and she's fouled, and they're going to get... Dowling's Ellie Olson for her first foul, and that'll send Keen to the line. Ainsley is a 5'8 freshman, as the Hawks have five seniors, six juniors, two sophomores, and two freshmen on their roster, and Keen hits the first free throw. Yeah, both these teams are really good free throw shooting teams and doing a good job. The pace of play is just fun to watch here. Second free throw by Keen is good. She has two points. And it's Dowling 16, Ankeny 15, with 5.15 left to go in the first half from the Dowling gym. Pretty good crowd still coming in. The boys game to follow. And we'll have that here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Runes with the basketball, 20 on the shot clock. Here's Muller looking for a cutter, can't find one. Dribbles to the right side, lays it for Zedeker. And now an offensive foul called on Dowling, and they're going to get Muller for the illegal screen. Yeah, and we've seen that early in the season with her, just trying to get set. And sometimes it's not cutting right off the shoulder like you've explained in some of the games, and sometimes it's just moving, you know. 
And coaches don't want you to move. You just stay there. It's up to the ball handler to get off your shoulder there. All right, Ankeny with the basketball, chance to retake the lead. Hawks have led by two early in the first quarter. Dowling's largest lead has been five here in the first half. Hawks now put it in the hands of Jenna Pitts. This is their point guard. Lisa for Williams. Williams at the free throw line. Well defended by Frerichs. And now the ball loose on the floor. Frerichs forced the, uh, the ball to be uh, slapped around. And in the lane, Jayla Williams. What a strong move to the left hand as she shoots and scores through all that traffic. Yeah, she, she's a good young player and doing a good job for them this year. She's one of the three players in double figures. Heller right. the other way, and her shot's no good. Moeller had the rebound. It was taken away from her. Now bodies on the floor. This is what you want to see. Great, <laughs> great basketball here. Ankeny comes away with it after nearly turning it over. And down the lane, a shot no good by Gage. Rebound Moeller and Dowling. Fast-paced action on Friday night. Ankeny with the lead, 17-16. Over Dowling. Under two minutes and 50 seconds left to go. And how about that shot by Zedeker falling away off balance with the opposite hand, left-handed layup good. And Zedeker with her fifth point of the quarter, she has 10 in the ball game. That was a much needed basket there. They've gotten a couple possessions without it. And you just got to keep rolling on that offense to get easy shots. Although that was a tough shot. She made it. Now Zedeker on the other end picks up the foul. Ava with her first foul, team foul number Four on Dowling, I believe. Maybe yeah, Olson. Five. five. Yeah, Olson, Zedeker, Moore has two, and Muller with one. So team foul number five on Dowling, three on Ankeny. Mark Emmerdale, Scott Babinat tonight on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN as we live stream and simulcast from the Dowling Gym on this uh, Friday night. For our listeners that are listening outside the uh, Des Moines area, yes, it was miserable. Temperatures in the <laughs> 20s, it was light snow falling, slick conditions. Had a brush off snow this morning and this afternoon, so we're getting winter here in central Iowa. And now a steal by Dowling. Ankeny had the ball, and they come up empty. And it looks like both teams have just struggled, Scott, with yeah. empty possessions, and they need a basket, and Ankeny's now in that category. They just need to execute their offense, be patient. You know, there's that old saying, patience is a virtue, but it's not one of ours. And sometimes you just <laughs> really have to settle down and be patient. And now we got an illegal screen again by Dowling, and they're going to get Muller with her second foul. So the Maroons will have to go back to their bench, and Lauren Frakes will come in. Now, Lauren's more of a perimeter player, right. whereas Muller is more of a post player, but they're both, you know, sharing that size in the paint, and uh, Muller's going to have to sit down with two fouls with Julia Moore, who and has that, two. That hurts uh, Dowling inside because her defense is, is very good for the Maroons. All right, Ankeny with the basketball. They trail by one. 2.40 left to go here in the first half from the Dowling Gym. Hawks with it in their road black uniforms, gold numbers, and a running jumper in the lane. Good by Savannah Gage. Gage with her eighth point. She is our leading scorer, so she has half her average of 16 on the year. And it's 19-18 Ankeny. And she just ran that cut up the lane and off the high post, rolled around the high post uh, screen and uh, right down the lane for an easy basket. It's Hawks, good execution. Hawks stay in man-to-man on defense. Dowling with the ball. Here's Heller coming off a pick by Olsen. Couldn't get around. Eight on the shot clock. Heller underneath. Kicks it out to Frerich. She'll spot up for three. Top of the key. It's off the back iron. No good. And the rebound out to Ankeny. And Carson Jacks had the rebound, but she threw it away. Now she gets it back. What a flurry. When's the shot clock reset? <laughs> <laughs> What hustle on both ends for both teams. Now we've got a whistle and a foul on Dowling. 
And they're going to whistle Layla Tritton with her first foul. And, you know, the outlet pass by Jax was intercepted after securing the rebound. Dowling intercepts it. Then it's a back and forth. And then Dowling's Tritton picks up the foul. And you mentioned one and one now for Ankeny. And shooting will be Carson Jax. This will be uh, one of the starters, a 75% free throw shooter on the year. Leads, one of the leaders in the team. First free throw, good. This is one of those things. You got the ball. You made a good uh, play to steal, and then you just need to get a good possession there. You don't want to just turn it right back. Second free throw is good. I want to thank Ashford Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, and Dental Associates for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Basketball. Jax makes both free throws. That's her first two points. The Ankeny lead is now three, their largest of the night. 21-18, minute 40 left to go. Second quarter, we got a whistle and a Reach-in foul on the Hawks, and that'll be on Savannah Gage. That's her second. So Ankeny's leading scorer is now in foul trouble. That's Savannah Gage. And Ankeny's doing a great job of face-guarding Ava. She probably needs to get in closer body contact to create a lead to get the pass. Uh, she's just kind of running side-by-side right now, making it easier to deny her the ball. Again, Mark Riedel joining us. He is the executive director of the Catholic Tuition Organization. We'll talk about Catholic Tuition and their organization at halftime of the girls' contest. Minute and a half away, Dowling inbounds the ball. Here's Tritton on the baseline, gets the ball taken away from her. On the baseline, here's Ferricks for three. It's off the mark, no good. And the rebound, Ankeny and Jenna Pitts. Pitts kind of hounded in the backcourt, but she gets control of the ball. And we got a minute 15 to go. So this is where you start seeing uh, maybe two for one with the 35-second shot clock. And now in the lane, a no, shot no good by Jax. Rebound Dowling. Zedeker, three on two, fast break. Corner three by Heller, up, no good. Offensive rebound Dowling. Underneath Tritton, and now we've got a jump ball underneath the Dowling basket, and it'll be Ankeny basketballs. Also want to thank Mercy One, Skeffin's Formal Wear, and the Catholic Tuition Organization for supporting our games here on Iowa Catholic Radio on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Tonight we simulcast with CISN. Pete Tarpey and the crew that are located directly behind us. And we appreciate their coverage all year. All right, 49 seconds to go. Ankeny by three, and they have the basketball. They can't set up for the final shot like you could do in the old days. Now they got to watch the shot clock, which is less than 20. Here is Pitts from the left elbow. Her shot no good. Rebound Dowling. Here's Heller with it. Lisa for Zedeker, and now Ava Zedeker looks to head coach Kristen Meyer sitting Seated right in front of us, and a set play call from the Maroons. Ankeny will stay man-to-man here, Scott. Yeah, and this is where you do want to get the last shot going into the locker room. You don't want to give them the ball anymore. About a two-second differential between the shot clock and the game clock. 14 seconds to go on the game clock. Nine on the shot clock. Here's Zedeker coming off the ball screen. Step back three, top of the key, up at a short. Rebound Dowling. That's Ferris with it, and she draws the foul with 2.9 seconds remaining. In the half. And Jerry Kinder will give us who made the foul, who committed the foul. Ainsley Keene, the 5'8 freshman for Ankeny, committed the foul. So Frerichs to the free throw line, who has two points back in the first quarter. First free throw good. That is Lauren, believe it or not, Lauren's first free throw attempts of the season. That's amazing. Because she <laughs> does drive and get into the lane quite a bit. Second one no good. Rebound Ankeny and Pitts. And she won't get the shot off. That shot will be no good. It will be waved off. And we go to halftime 
with Ankeny leading Dowling Catholic 21 to 19 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And what a first half performance it was by both teams here in the CIML. They're going to play each other again <laughs> later on next month. But uh, what a first half we saw here by uh, both teams, Scott. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of action, good pace in the game. You'd think you'd see more scoring, but the turnovers have really limited that aspect of it. And uh, both teams need to clean that up. The, second, I, the team that cleans that up in the second half and, and gets their offensive execution down will walk away with the win tonight. Well, Ankeny's went six for six at the free throw line uh, tonight. And for Dowling, Maroons are four or five at the free throw line. We're going to pull up some of the scoring here. Ava Zedeker leads away for Dowling Catholic with 10 first half points. She's followed by Ellie Muller with four points. She battled foul trouble. She had to sit down with uh, two fouls in the first half. Three points for Lauren Frericks. Julia Moore did not score. Layla Tritton with the two free throws for her two points. And Marin Heller did not score for Dowling Catholic as the Maroons went four or five at the free throw line. For Ankeny, the Hawks are led by their leading scorer, Savannah Gage, with eight points at halftime, followed by Jayla Williams with four points. Three points for Jenna Pitts, two points for Carson Jackson, two points for Ainsley King as uh, uh, the Hawks went six for six the free throw line in the first half. We'll take a break. We'll take a one-minute break here. At halftime, we'll come back with uh, members of the Catholic Tuition Organization, and I believe it's going to be Mark Reed speaking with us tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. So we'll take a break and come back with Mark in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and CISN. Our score, Ankeny 21 and Dowling 19 at the half. Listen to Making It Personal with Bishop William Johnson Friday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio or on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Gregory Waddle with the Knights of Columbus. Thank you for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And welcome back to halftime here at the Dowling Gym. Along with Scott Babinett, Mark Amadil, and we are at halftime, Dowling Catholic and Ankeny. The Ankeny Hawks lead Dowling 21-19 in this girls' contest. Mark Amadil joined by Mark Reed, fellow classmate of mine, class of 1980. Thank you. Now, now with the uh, Catholic Tuition Organization, Mark, thanks for coming and sitting in. You're, you're, you've got quite a gathering here tonight. Yeah, we did. We had uh, a little pep rally before the game for our – uh, supporters for the Catholic Tuition Organization, and uh, it was really great that we're able to come now during the halftime of the girls' game and and talk a little bit about what we do. Well, I caught part of the presentation with Dr. Ryan, yourself, and uh, I believe Father Flood. So I, I heard some of the presentation. We had to get back here because we, we were on the air at six o'clock with our, our pregame show. But uh, yeah, Catholic Tuition Organization. First of all, congratulations on your new role. You replaced Jean Wells, former, yeah. now Jean Till, as yes. she got married in her last few yeah. years as, yeah, at yeah. the helm. 
as executive director. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, this is actually my second go around uh, with the diocese. Uh, I headed the Catholic Foundation of Southwest Iowa years ago, and I worked with Gene. And uh, back then, you and I used to do every once in a while radio together. We did a little morning and, radio, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, Gene <laughs> called me and said, I'm retiring. And I said, oh, we have eight grandkids in Des Moines uh, area, and uh, I think that sounds like a great place to come back to. So, Well, we're glad to have you back. Because I know you left. You went to Florida. Then you Florida, went, then to Bene Atchison, Kansas. I worked for St. Benedict, Benedict's Abbey. Yep, yep, yep. yep. That's where Benedictine College is. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful campus. Been there covering Grandview. So I was down yeah. there numerous yeah. times on that campus yeah. and loved it. But, uh, Mark, we talk about uh, CTO, the Catholic Tuition Organization. That, and what does CTO do for, uh, you know, eligible students here in the Catholic Schools of Diocese of Des Moines? Explain that a little bit to our listeners. Sure, sure. Um, we uh, actually were created through an, uh, uh, the state legislature back in 2006 we were created um, as a state tuition organization. There are 12 across the state of Iowa. We're the second largest. Dubuque is the largest uh, they're there for their Catholic schools there. We have the second largest uh, population of uh, private school students in, in, the, in the state. And so we uh, offer our donors uh, through state tax credits a 75% uh, tax credit for gifts that they give to the CTO. And uh, then we turn around and we, we support kids within the 16 Catholic schools within the diocese. Um, and we support the kids that our families are 400% of the poverty level or below. So it's really the families that need the most help to be able to go to Catholic schools. Uh, last year, uh, what we raised last year, this school year, we gave out 98% of that money directly back to students here in the Catholic schools in the Des Moines diocese. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, we're, we love that. Um, and wide range of, uh, of uh, different schools, different needs. Uh, Dowling, we have over a million dollars this year we are supporting Dowling with, uh, with the funds that we raised, and, and that uh, translates to uh, quite a few kids getting help, and that's, you know, in Dowling alone this year was 415 kids out of the, it's almost 31% uh, of the kids going to school sure. in Dowling. Sure. So yeah. it's pretty helpful. Yeah, it is. Now, you have a goal of $1.1 million. That's more than in 2021, and you still have 75% Iowa tax credits available for right, donors. So right. how does that work? So here, so last year we had tax credits from the state of Iowa, and um, it was based on what the prior legislation was, and that was $15 million was allocated over the 12 uh, STOs. Um, this year they bumped the level up to $20 million, and so we got an addition. We were able to raise an additional $1.1 million over what we did last year. And so last year our goal was 3.4 million. This year it's 4.5 million. And I still have tax credits available. So if anybody's interested in donating uh, and helping us to make sure that kids next year when they go to school uh, will have uh, the needed funds, that's a great way to do it. And you get a 75% Iowa tax credit. And those tax credits are good for five years. Uh, so if you don't utilize all of them in, uh, for the 2022 taxes, you can use them for the uh, years following. And we should let our listeners know, if you got a pen and paper, we'll, we'll give that sure, to you. Sure. The, the website, ctoiowa.org. I say that all the time yeah, on I the know radio. You but and you have a phone number you want to give yes, out, Mark. Uh, it's 515-237-5010. And uh, you'll get a hold of me because I'm, I'm basically there all the time. And, uh, so I can, was Jean. Yes. Yeah. Well, besides when she was on the radio, but uh, and she still she, <laughs> she still, still does is. a lot of radio. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. It, 
uh, 515-237-5010. All right. Well, somebody will answer. You can leave a message, and, of course, you will get back to them if folks are interested how Absolutely. to, uh, to uh, you know, take part in this benefit. Right. And, the, and, and we only have the tax credits through the end of December, and we'll start another year. So if someone's interested in doing it now for year-end tax planning, now's the time to do it. Yeah, we're running out of days because what are we? We are December 16th right the now. 16th. So. <laughs> we have 15 days to the end of the year. So it's uh, very important. And thus, uh, the, the gathering tonight for the uh, some of the donors that have done yeah, that yeah, and we, recognizing we, them. Yeah, it was just thankful. We were very thankful for all the people that support us. Uh, over the over the 16 years, we've raised over $40 million that go directly back to students. That's, That's pretty awesome. exciting. It is. Mark, thanks for joining us. We've got to take a break as we get ready yep. for the second half. But Mark Reed from the Catholic Tuition Organization, class of 1980. That's right. With uh, you and I. And, of course, uh, Ted Power married Kathy Kirby. Absolutely. And uh, another 80. We're getting a whole class of 80 reunion going and, here tonight. And, and, and go Maroons. And go Maroons. There you go. Then, we also have Ankeny people listening, too. Well, I know. But, you know, <laughs> my job is to, to support the, the Dowling Catholic. And the community. Ankeny has two Catholic schools up they there, so do. they do. Yeah. They do. And, that, and, and No, they have one. They, they have, have one two school. churches, but they have well, one. my but, brother. But St. Luke's, yeah, your brother is a pastor at the other. But yeah, um, but yeah St. Luke's is a really growing pair, uh, yes, growing school. So Yes, it is. Mark, thank you. All right, thank we'll, you. We'll take a break here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Reed, Mark Amadale, back with uh, the second half. Ankeny leads 21-19 over the Dowling Girls on CISN and Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment, whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from businesses and organizations who share in the mission of connecting listeners to Christ while connecting you to their products and services they provide. To learn more and support the businesses and organizations who support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, visit iowacatholicradio.com to view our business sponsors. If you'd like more information on how your business or organization can become a business sponsor, contact Deacon Mark, 515-223-1150, 515-223-1150. Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, KWKY, Des Moines. 94.5 FM, K233 BT, Des Moines. 88.5 FM, KIHS, Adel. Online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com. And we are back here at the Dowling Catholic Gym. Start of the second half as Ankeny leads 21-17. Dowling with the ball first. Lauren Fredericks dribbles in the lane, leaves it for her teammate. And Olsen, Ellie Olsen, shot no good, but she drew the foul. Yeah, that was a great possession to start the half there. Uh, get that drive and dump off to your teammate. Carson Jacks picks up the foul for Ankeny. Olsen eyes the bucket, and first free throw is good. Olsen was held scoreless in the first half by the Hawks. Gets her first point of the night. Got a halftime score. Ankeny Centennial. Ranked 8th, leading Waukee, ranked 12th, 27-19. Ankeny Centennial over Waukee at the half. And that is, I believe, the other game on CISN tonight. Second free throw good by Olsen. And scores now tied at 21. Maroons have led by as many as 5. Ankeny's led by as many as 3. Now the Hawks, corner 3, no good by Carson Jacks. 
Weak side rebound. Ankeny in the lane. A little scoop shot up. No good. Too strong that time by Jayla Williams. But the Hawks get another offensive board. Here's Pitts with it. Top of the key. Guarded by Zedeker. Now a long three coming. Good on the third chance by Savannah Gage. And she now has 11 points. Yeah, and those are killer possessions for your team when you play good defense and then you don't get that rebound to stop their, their possession. So Dowling with the ball. Here's more coming off the screen. Little scoop shot up and good. Beautiful screen that time. And Julia rubbed right off the Dowling post player there. Yes, and that's two good possessions right in a row. We talked about right before halftime or right at the start of halftime. Execution on both sides is going to be uh, pivotal this second half. 24-23, and now inside, a shot up and good by Jenna Pitts. That's her fifth point. And that's a senior just coming back. She's done that twice. Big shots when you minutes. need them. Yep. Hawks by three, Dowling with the basketball left to right. Dowling's lost two of their last three games. Ankeny's won three of their last five. Corner three by Moore is no good. Fight for the rebound, we got a jump ball called as Ellie Olson was battling in there with Jasmine Mosier of Ankeny, and they'll force a jump ball to be Ankeny possession. And, and even there, that was a good example of the, the, the Maroons' last game in the second half, Southeast Polk jumped up in their help defense, and they didn't pass out of it very, very well. And that was even a good kick out for a wide open three. The shot just didn't fall. All right, here's Ankeny with the ball and taking it to the lane, and we've got a whistle and a foul before the shot. Savannah Gage drew the foul. It'll be on Layla Tritton, her second. Thinking Coach McAnally has uh, identified a couple of his players, and he sees a certain matchup, take it to the hole. The offense is off, and this might be one of them as Gage's first free throw is good. And that seemed to be one where they were going to get ready to set up the offense, and Gage saw who was defending her and, and took Tritton to the basket. And that has been a problem for the Maroons this season, cutting out those basket drives. They open up just a little too much. And the second free throw also good. 13 points now for Savannah Gage. She averages 16 and a half. And it's 28-23. Ankeny with their largest lead of the night over Dowling of five points. Maroons get underneath to Zedeker. Nearly forced out of bounds underneath. And a shot with the right hand, no good by Ellie Moore. Dowling with the rebound and a brand new shot clock. And we've got a whistle and a foul as they re-enter the pass to Moeller, and she drew the foul. Yeah, I mean, she just Shatter kept going band. after it. Yeah, she just kept going after the ball. And we talked about this other night, getting a little bit stronger, and she'll finish those off. So Shad Ravan picks up her second foul. She will check out of the contest. Jasmine Moser re-enters number 25. So it'll be Moser and Jayla Williams in the post for Ankeny. And the three guards, Gage, Jackson, Pitts. And there, here's Zedeker for three. It's no good right in front of the Dowling bench. Rebound Jacks and the Hawks. And dribbling across the timeline is Jenna Pitts wearing number five. Ankeny in the black uniforms, gold trim and numbers. Dowling in their home white uniforms with maroon trim and numbers. Ankeny going right to left if you're watching on CISN. Now Moeller with the block shot and the other way we go. Loose ball foul called on Mosier it looks like of Ankeny. So Jasmine picks up her second foul. That's good defense by Muller again to stop that drive. And Dowling with the basketball. Maroons go left to right, south to north if you're here at the Dowling Gym. Maroons home opener, and uh, things look a little different here. New painted gym here at Dowling, banners, and the shot clocks. It does look nice. Now in the lane, 
Julia Moore couldn't find a uh, teammate, wanted to pass the ball off to, and it's thrown away. Now we've got a whistle and a foul on Dowling. Moons went right through a set screen. Yeah, she didn't try to avoid it that time, did she? No, that was, that'll was that be on Heller and on Marin, her first foul. Uh, Dowling now with her third team foul here in the second half. Ankeny with two. Hawks lead by five, just under five minutes to play here in the third quarter. The boys game to follow here as we simulcast tonight on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Hawks get the ball in. This is Jenna Pitts with it, dribbling against Zedeker. Haven't seen any zone here in the girls' contest. It's the boys' game we see the zone after you leave, Scott, by I the think, way. I think both these coaches are, are allergic to that. <laughs> allergic to it. I like that. And now coming off a screen here, Savannah Gage in the baseline shoots and scores. Gage with her 15th point to lead Ankeny. It's 30-23, to 23, Hawks by 7. Here's Heller with it. Down the lane she goes. Shot off the glass. Good. Nice move by Marin Heller, and that is her first two points of the night. That was a good move. It just seems a little bit harder for Dowling at the start of the second half. Ankeny just seems to be getting the shots they want, and Dowling's working hard for their shots, which is a little bit harder to score right now. Yeah, the Maroons have had trouble executing in the second half. They were outscored Tuesday night at Southeast Polk, 21-8 and 14-8 in the fourth quarter. Now a little up-and-under move good by the Hawks, and that's Savannah Gage getting loose again with 17 points. Yeah, and they're just going after the mismatches that they think they have there. Now here's Heller. They'll clear out for her in the corner to Frerichs. She dribbles to the left elbow, backs her way in, scoop shot up, and good! Nice move by Lauren Frerichs as she went right around Jasmine Mosier. Her fifth point. And they, they need more of that from Lauren. You know, we didn't get to talk about it at the start of the game, but Dowling needs more production throughout the team and making it easier. Now in the lane, a shot up and no good by Jenna Pitts. Good defense that time by Zedeker. Rebound Dowling. Maroons wanting to run in the corner. Heller for three, and it's short. Fight for the rebound, and Williams comes away with it for Ankeny. Lead pass to Moser, and a little too strong. Out of bounds to Dowling as Ainsley Keene will check in, number 23 for Ankeny, and Layla Tritton checking in for Dowling, number 15. Both teams are really struggling from the three tonight, more so Dowling at being one for nine. Uh, Ankeny is two for six, so that's just about on par. So substitutions for both teams. Heller and Frerichs will check out for Dowling. Back in for the Maroons is Ellie Olson, number five, and Ellie Muller, number 43. Ankeny with some changes also. Here's Muller with it to Tritton, looking inside for Zedeker. Now Muller. Underneath the Zedeker, try to pass it back. Stolen away by Ankeny. Stolen by Pitts down court. And a left-handed layup good by Ainsley Keene. Her fourth point. The Dallas, Hawks now open up a seven-point lead. And the Maroons are really trying to work hard uh, inside to give Ava opportunity to post up since they're face guarding her so well. Here's Moore with it. Julia in the lane. Works the right side. Gets the Tritton. Threw it at her feet. And it's stolen away by Ankeny. Pitts comes away with it. And the Hawks will now run their offense with two minutes and 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. Ankeny by seven, 34-27 over Dowling. And now we've got a turnover by the Hawks as a carrying of the basketball was called on Ankeny. You know, if I was coaching right now, I'd be saying the bakery is open tonight. <laughs> we are going to take a full timeout as Dowling has taken a timeout. 2.24 to go, third quarter. 
Ankeny Hawks 34, Dowling Catholic 27, and you're listening and watching tonight's game on CISN and the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Jimmy, do you take Judy to be your wife? Uh, to have and to hold? Uh-huh. For richer or poorer? Okay. Are you listening, Jimmy? Jimmy! Till death do you part? Sure. Right after I finish putting up this wall between us. There. Jimmy, you're not dead yet. When you use artificial contraception, it's like putting a wall between you and your spouse. Couples who instead regulate fertility naturally experience happier marriages and are less likely to divorce. Tear down the wall. A message from Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Matt Wilkham from Iowa Catholic Radio. We hear so many stories from listeners about the impact this station is having on their lives. Like Angela, who says, I listen first thing in the morning because it starts my day on the right foot by hearing the gospel. Friends, in this season of giving, how about offering the gift of hope through Iowa Catholic Radio? To make a tax-deductible donation to our year-end appeal, just click on the banner at iowacatholicradio.com or call 515-223-1150. Thank you for your support. Hey, we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Out of the Dowling timeout, the Bruins have four left, as does Ankeny. Maroons with the basketball out of the timeout, and with the basketball is Lauren Frerichs, her shot up, and no good. Rebound out to Ankeny. Hawks lead by seven, and now we got a whistle and a foul on the Hawks, an illegal screen called there, Scott Babinette. Yes, and that's two teams combined have 26 turnovers tonight, 14 for the Maroons and 12 for Ankeny. And that foul will be on Zoe Shadravan. That is her third. Shadravan, six-foot senior. Compliments that starting five for uh, head coach Drew McAnally. Huh? Heller with it for Dowling Maroons. Trail by seven. They have the basketball. Minute 50 to go here in the third quarter from the Dowling Gym. For CISN streaming tonight's game along with Ankeny Centennial and Waukee. And Centennial leading that game at halftime at last report. Here's Zedeker with it, and she travels with the basketball for both teams with turnovers. And, Scott, you know, we talked in the pregame show a little bit about uh, Dowling's game with uh, Southeast Polk Tuesday night. The Maroons lose by three, but they had 21 turnovers to Southeast Polk's eight turnovers. Everything else was even as far as statistics. Matter of fact, Dowling shot the ball at 41% and Polk at 28%, and uh, those turnovers are end up being somebody's uh, demise. Right, and, and we felt that way, I think, uh, at Valley earlier this year, and it just it, you just can't win turning the ball over that much. And I think what happens is the offense is struggling. Uh, the girls are trying to do too much individually. And you just got to keep the ball movement, player movement. And 10 on the shot clock here. Here is Pitts, top of the key, down the lane. Her shot off the glass too strong. Rebound Zedeker. Ava with it. And a two-on-none fast break. Ava Zedeker with the uncontested layup. That's her 12th point. And it's 34-29. Ankeny by five with 55 seconds left to go here in the third quarter. Big basket for Dowling. Always talking, Scott, about needing the basket. The Maroons got one there, and they needed it. Now splitting the defenders in the lane, a shot up and no good by Jayla Williams. And now we got a technical foul called on Ankeny, and it was not on Drew McAnally. It was a foul on one of the young ladies on the bench. And it was a bench technical on Ankeny. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, because Drew did not get the technical. They pointed right at the young lady. I don't have her number. I think it's 21. And that is Kendra Lewis who got the technical foul, and that will go in the book. So now free throws coming for Ava Zedeker, Dowling's leading free throw shooter at 81%. 34-29, 40 seconds left to go here in 
the uh, third quarter. Mark Amadale, Scott Babinette. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Mercy One, Dental Associates, and Construction Professionals. Zedeker now to the free throw line to shoot the two-shot technical. And I think they're trying to figure out whether it's a bench technical or they're going to give it on the individual young lady who, who uh, I believe is Kendra Lewis, the 5'4 senior, it was not on Coach McAnally. And that is important as the game right. goes on. As you know, both free throws good by Zedeker. She now has 14 points to be dialing basketball. Scott? Yeah, and that counts as a personal foul as well. This is a big moment here for the Maroons. They need to... Uh, add add to the technical foul and the conversion here by getting a good offensive possession here and take this momentum out of the third quarter into the fourth. Our officials are uh, Jerry Kinder, Travis Carroll, and Tyler Eason. So the state tournament uh, crew and do a tremendous job and always glad to see them no matter where you are in the CIML. You want to see this crew and they're a good group of guys. All right, out, dowling out of the time, out of the uh, possession. It's a Tamoa. This freshman is in there. Here's Tritton backing in on the right block. Turns, can't get a shot off. Now we got three-second violation on Tritton. I think she wanted to shoot, couldn't. Couldn't find a way to pass, anywhere to pass. Good job by Ankeny on defense and a three-second call on Dowling, Scott. And those are kind of those turnovers I was referring to earlier when the defense steps up and they kind of get lost in that, in that setup right there to get rid of the ball. People need to open up for her out on the perimeter or cut. Shot clock is off, 13 seconds left in the third quarter. Ankeny leading 34-31 in this battle of top 10 teams. Ankeny at number seven, Dowling at number 11. Now Zedeker with a near steal, and we got a whistle and a foul before the shot with 1.3 second remaining. And the foul is on Layla Tritton, her third. And they're going to say it's on the floor, so it'll be a side out for Ankeny in front of the Ankeny bench. And head coach Drew McAnally and his assistants there, Gary Birdwell, Seth Haggerty, and Cody Myers. Now a long three at the horn by Jax is no good, and we've come to the end of the third quarter with the score. Ankeny 34, Dowling 31. Along with Scott Babinett, I'm Mark Amadale, and we'll return to the Dowling Gym after these messages here on CISN.TV and the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Listen to Man Up with Joe Stopulis Monday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610, ashworthvision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Karen Perrick from St. Augustine Parish in Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And we are back here at the Dowling Gym as we're underway here in the fourth quarter with Ankeny leading Dowling Catholic 34-31. Mark Amadale alongside 
Scott Babinat from the Dowling Gym. Glad you could join us on a Friday night. If you're outside the state, yeah, we had a little bit of snow. Temperature in the 20s. Dowling underneath. Muller shot up and no good with the left hand. 6-1 freshman couldn't get up to fall. Rebound Ankeny. And now they're in possession. And they have it stolen away by the Maroons. Here's Julia Moore on the right side. Looking inside. Can't find the cutter. Now gets to Heller. Trying to get it inside to Moore. Can't get it to her as we're underway here in the fourth quarter. Lauren Frerichs, Ava Zedeker, Marin Heller, Julia Moore, and now Moeller in the lane. Her shot up no good. Well defended that time by the Ankeny Hawks and Jasmine Moser. That's two looks by the Maroon freshman. She had, and going left, she just missed them both. Here's Jax with it. Carson Jacks out front to the leading scorer, Savannah Gage. Gage coming off the ball screen by Jacks. Can't get a shot off. 15 on the shot clock. They work it inside. This is Mosier underneath. Her shot no good. Rebounded by her teammate, Jayla Williams, and she's fouled on the putback. Foul on Dowling. This will be on Lauren Ferricks, her first. So free throws coming for the Ankeny Hawks. This will be Jayla Williams. First free throw, good. Jayla tonight with her fifth point. She has a pair of field goals in the first half. And this is her first free throw tonight. Ankeny, eight for eight at the line. Well, that did the old announcer's jinx. Second free throw, no good. <laughs> Rebound Dowling. Dowling is eight of nine at the free throw line through three quarters. The city of Ankeny just yelled at you, Mark. My brother is home, folks. You want to go uh, ring his doorbell, and he can get out in his boot uh, after he broke his foot or tibula or something this week. He's just home doing that. And now we got a whistle and a foul on Dowling, and uh, Frerichs picks up her second foul within a minute. So Lauren with the uh, illegal screen. Yeah, and ball back over to Ankeny. Hawks lead by four here in this girls' contest. Yeah, they're trying to free up shooters on the baseline there. And Ankeny's doing a really good job of tight guarding Ava Zedeker right now. All right, Hawks in the front court. We're going to try to milk this shot clock down as much as possible. And now a bad pass thrown away by Julia Moore. Moore leads a fast break in the lane. Scoop shot with the left hand. Good! Julia Moore with her fourth point all in the second half, and Dallin's cut the lead to two. Hawks by two with six minutes to play. These teams are playing really hard and just going at each other, and it's really fun to watch this. Ankeny with the basketball, and now a steal by Zedeker into the hands of Moore, and a backcourt foul called on the Hawks, and that'll be on Jenna Pitts. Yeah, you don't see that too often from the senior point guard. She usually has control of that ball. Well, all of a sudden, Ava Zedeker is playing a little bit closer. No, she has some fouls to give. And we've got a full timeout. We'll take it with them, folks. 5.55 left to go here in the fourth quarter from the Dowling Gym. It's Ankeny 35, Dowling 33 here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know when you support Iowa Catholic Radio, you can make your donation go farther by asking your employer about matching gifts. Ask your employer about matching gifts and thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742, Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. 
Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Kendall Chenezer from Assumption Parish in Granger. Thank you for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym out of the timeout. Uh, Dowling has four timeouts remaining. Drew McAnally and Ankeny have three remaining. Dowling with the basketball. It's Marin Heller who has the basketball now. Julia Moore. Now Heller pull-up jumper right elbow. Good! Heller with her fourth point all in the second half, and we're tied at 35. Dowling and Ankeny, 5.20 left to go fourth quarter. Huge basket for Dowling coming out of the Ankeny timeout. It was, and she did a lot better job there with that step back. The other night she was a little off balance on her step back, but tonight she was. Now the shot by Pitts is blocked by Muller. Rebound Dowling. Here's Zedeker with it. Down the lane, her shot off the glass. Good! And she was double teamed as she scored. And Zedeker with her 16th point. And the momentum has switched to Dowling. And this will be a full timeout. We'll take it with them. Five minutes to play here in the fourth quarter. Dowling 37, Ankeny 35 in this top 5A duel in the CIML. Mark Amadell and Scott Babinat back in one minute on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and CISN.TV. This is a Young Catholic Minute. Do I have to believe everything the church teaches? Would you join the NRA if you hated guns? Be a doctor if you intended to make people sick? Win the World Series if you were the Chicago Cubs? No way! If you did, you'd be doing something completely contradictory to what you're supposed to be. In the same way, if you say you're Catholic, that means you believe and do your best to live out everything the church teaches. And although that doesn't mean we can't ask questions, it does mean that you have to have faith in the truth that is Christ and his church. So what about groups like Young Catholics for a Free Choice or Dignity? Well, they're kind of like doctors who decided that they like the idea of doctorness, but don't really need all that traditional nonsense about making people better. They've rejected the very meaning of Catholicism, that there is one objective truth and his name is Jesus. What's the term for someone who rejects the truth in favor of a lie? A heretic. That's not a very pretty word, but at least it's honest. For more, go to youngcatholicminute.com. All right, we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Timeout called by Ankeny. They have two remaining. Dowling on a 6-1 to one run to start the fourth quarter. The Hawks out of the timeout. Long three, no good by Ainsley Keene. And the rebound, Dowling. Here's Zedeker with it. Maroons lead by two. Dowling's largest lead was five points in the first half. Ankeny's largest lead was seven points here in the second half, and that has been wiped out here, Scott. Yeah, they, the Maroons have just picked up their pressure on the ball and, and caused a couple turnovers and gone right back and attacked the basket on their end. Here's Frerichs. Backdoor cut to... Heller, a corner three by Moore is good. Julia Moore with a corner three, and all seven of her points are in the second half, and Dowling is, is now leading by five, their largest of the night. Yeah, that baseline drive, she stayed under control and then kicked to the open shooter because Ankeny does have to collapse on that. Hawks with the basketball, Gage, top of the key, it goes to Keene. Keene in the lane, jump stop, finds her teammate Moser. Her shot off the glass, good from the left block. Moser's first basket of the contest. That's just nice basketball right there, drawing the defense and dumping it off to your wide-open teammate. 40-37, Dowling by three. In the lane, here's Gage with a block shot as Zedeker tried to force it on the left wing or on the left lane. Rebound out to Ankeny, and I'll whistle in a blocking foul on Moore. 
off the pass by Pitts. So Julia Moore will commit the foul, and that is her third. So foul trouble for Dowling. Moore with three. Tritton with three. For Ankeny, Shad Ravan with three. And a few others with two. So not quite at that threshold, Scott, where uh, fouls will be critical. But we're in the final three and a half minutes of the fourth quarter. And uh, coaches want their personnel right. on the floor. A pull-up jumper on the inbounds play. No good by Ankeny. Maroons had the rebound, lost it out of bounds. And a good hustle that time by Savannah Gage, keeping the ball alive. Ball went off Dowling on the baseline. Yeah, and both teams are going to be in the bonus uh, next foul. So, Yeah, both teams with 16 fouls. So bonus one and one. And now the Hawks thrown in the backcourt. And there's Gage with it. Dowling drops back to man-to-man. Gage works the left side. Can't get inside. Now picks up her dribble. Leaves it for Jackson. The lane, her shot up no good. Drew the foul, and she'll go to the line for two. Foul will be on Dowling and Marin Heller. Her yeah. second. I think Marin could have carried her all the way to Ellie Moeller, who was waiting there to challenge the shot. Help, help yep. defense and the, mm-hmm. the challenge shot, sure. All right, free throws coming for Ankeny. First one up and good by Carson Jacks. Jacks perfect on the night at three for three at the line. Sorry, Mark. Both teams are shooting the ball from the line well tonight. And what did you say? Free throw, <laughs> no good. So you already, I did it once right. to one of the Ankeny players. Now you just did it to Jax. Now they're yelling at me. I did it to Jayla Williams earlier. 40 to 38, Dowling by two. Maroons have it. Here's Ferris with it. She travels. Near steal by Jayla Williams, and Ferris delayed and rather well. And now it's, now it's five versus four, and she picked up her uh, pivot foot and travel. Yeah, they're just going too quickly off that. It's like they're anticipating too quickly to go. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Skeffington's Formal Wear. Mark Amadale, Scott Babinat here in game one. Jimmy Cataldo will join me for game two, the boys' contest. Now, Ankeny with the ball, shot by Gage is no good, blocked by Dowling. Rebound Dowling. Here's Zedeker in the lane. Runs with the basketball, Moore with it. Wraparound pass to Moeller, loses it, leaves it for Frerichs for three. Good! Right in front of the Dowling bench, Lauren Frerichs with her eighth point, and Dowling's lead is now five. That was a good job by Ellie Moeller picking up that loose ball and kicking it out to uh, Lauren for a wide open three there. Dowling 43, Ankeny 38. Zedeker pops the ball in the backcourt, 18 on the shot clock, and Pitts regains. The basketball. Here's Gage with it down the right side and whistling a foul on Julia Moore before the shot. So it'll be one on one time for Ankeny, and the foul on Moore is her fourth. And that'll get Tritton off the bench for Dowling Catholic. And Julia's done a good job in the second half of pressuring up on the ball and just just making it hard to uh, execute on that end. And she's also contributed on the scoring column. Five of her seven points have been in the fourth quarter. Free throws coming. First one up and good by Savannah Gage. For Gage, that is her 18th point. 43-39, Dowling. Two minutes, 11 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. Second free throw good. Gage with 19 points. She's a perfect six for six the line tonight. Dowling's lead is three. Now a steal by Ankeny. In the lane, a shot up and good. The basket counts by Jenna Pitts and a foul on Dowling. And they're going to get Heller for the foul. Marin with her third foul. And Gage with a, or rather Pitts with the steal and basket. 
Yeah, she kind of got baited into that long pass there. And the senior, senior stepped right in. We're going to take a full timeout as they will with 40, with 2.04 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Dowling 43, Ankeny 42 in this girls class 5A CIML conference game from the Dowling gym. Back with more in the fourth quarter on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.tv. Have you downloaded the Iowa Catholic Radio app? It's easy through the Apple App Store on iPhone or through Google Play on Android. Search Iowa Catholic Radio and download the app. You can listen to Iowa Catholic Radio Talk or Iowa Catholic Radio Music. Listening to Iowa Catholic Radio is easy. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeppington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeppington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeppingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Chris Lang from St. Pius X Parish in Urbandale. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. All right, we're back here on Iowa Catholic Radio, NCISN, and the free throw is good by Pitts. She completes the traditional three-point play, and she has eight points tonight, and that ties the game at 43 with two minutes to play. Dowling and Ankeny, the Hawks ranked number seven, Dowling number 11. The Maroons now facing pressure in the backcourt, get it across the timeline, and Ankeny will now face guard Zedeker with Savannah Gage. The both leading scores. Now Zedeker with it. Leaves it for Heller. In the corner it goes to Ferrix for three and she gets the Scott Babinat roll. How about that? Gives Dowling a two, three-point lead. 6-43-46-33 and that is a three. Excuse me. How about that, Scott? Yeah. Her own I, roll. I never got a roll like that. <laughs> Dowling by three. A minute 20 to play here in this Top 11, Class 5A game from the Dowling Gym. Great crowd here. Underneath, Ankeny has a shot blocked, out of bounds. Moeller with the block shot is turning to shoot. Was Mosier, and Moeller blocked the ball. I'm surprised he didn't call a jump ball because possession arrow would favor. Well, they don't have it on the board. Moeller really plays that inside defense well. She just uses her length to, to contest the shots. All right, here's Ankeny with the basketball, and they lost it out of bounds to Jenna Pitts. She tried to go around the ball screen, and Zedeker with pretty good defense and smart defense stayed away from the foul, but enough for the ball to be turned over to be Dowling basketball with 64 seconds remaining. Timeouts, Dowling has three, Ankeny has two. Team fouls, Dowling with nine, so Ankeny shooting the double bonus in the next Dowling foul. The Maroons, or rather Ankeny with 16 fouls, so Dowling will be at one and one. Yeah, Dowling's ball pressure has made a huge difference here in the second half. Here's Moeller with it, top of the key. Right side to Frerichs. Hand off to the point guard, Zedeker. Ava looking to penetrate. Now fall away jump in the lane. Good! Ava Zedeker shoots and scores 18 points for Ava. And Dowling leads by five with just under 30 seconds remaining. Shot clock is off, and now we've got a whistle and a foul before the shot. It'll be two shots coming for Ankeny. 
Foul will be on Heller. So Marin with her fourth foul. Heller and Moore with four fouls each for Dowling. Hawks now at the free throw line. Jasmine Mosier, who has two points here in the fourth quarter, will have two shots here. First one up, good. Mosier, six-foot senior, 60% free throw shooter on the year. Ooh, that's the second time she's hung in there on those screens. Second free throw by Mosier. Rolls around and falls through, and a timeout Ankeny. And this will be a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. Dowling 48, Ankeny 45, with 25 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. Dowling ranked 11th. They come in with a record of 3-4 and four on the season. Ankeny ranked 7th. They come in with a record of 5-2. and two. Mark Amadell, Scott Babinette, and the CISN crew here tonight. Of course, Iowa Catholic Radio simulcasting with CISN. And Scott, full court pressure by Ankeny. You can expect it, so execution by Dowling. Yeah, Dowling needs to come to the ball, and they also the inbounder has to be aware. They still have three timeouts left, so they can't uh, get a turnover like they did the other night. They have to be aware of that. Use that get this get the best out of this possession. Uh, uh, shot clock is off, but keep in mind you look at the shot clock or the uh, game clock now. It's 25.1 second. Dowling has to the 15.1 second time to get it across the timeline, right. and, and uh, that doesn't have to be counted out by the official. That just uh, look on the on the scoreboard or the shot clock. So full court pressure, and we're underway. Zedeker will throw it in to Muller, and she's fouled immediately. 23.6 seconds to go, and this will be a one-and-one one coming up for Dowling. And the freshman, Ellie Muller. I'm not going to mention anything other than Ellie's going to the free throw line for a one-and-one. One. She has four points tonight, does a 6-1 freshman. Yeah, she's she's been so impacting of the defensive end for the Maroons tonight. Made it just tough. When, even when Ankeny scored, it's been tough. This is Dowling's first free throws of the fourth quarter free throw no good that's ellie's first miss of the season she's 11 of 12 back comes ankeny three-pointer good that's carson jacks with the three in transition 48 all we're tied with 10 seconds to go dowling is not going to use a timeout they have three left zedeker in the lane the shot up partially blocked rebound more her put back up and good the basket and a foul on ankeny how about that wow the freshman, Ellie Moore, with her offhand, the right hand, and she makes the basket with an and one and Dowling by two with two seconds of play here in a packed Dowling gym tonight, Scott. Yeah, and, and you just have to go hard to the basket there and, and put it, you know, uh, make them defend, and then you've got to follow up with the rebound like she did. And Moeller's free throw is good. Timeout Ankeny with two seconds to play. And we'll keep it here. Mark Amadale, Scott Babinette here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. We'll bring you both games of the doubleheader. Dowling girls lead 51-48. Two seconds remaining. Ankeny has to go the full length of the court to tie the score. But, Scott, if this was a college game, you could advance the ball right. and get it like in front of the uh, Ankeny bench. That is not the case right. in high school. They haven't changed that rule yet. Not but, yet. <laughs> and the shot clock is not a factor. Hey, we've got to get our supporters in. They include Ashford Vision Clinic here on Iowa Catholic Radio, Construction Professionals and Dental Associates, and, of course, the, the folks at CISN have been running their commercials all night. We thank them for all they do. Pete Tarpey and that group up there, Justin Wolber, our live stream producer tonight. Pete Tarpey and Aaron Brady on the cameras. They do a great job of not only producing the game but also 
the equipment you see on your TV or laptop or phone or whatever you're watching from. They're also uh, providing you with two games tonight along the uh, CISN uh, webcast. Centennial, Ankeny Centennial at Waukee is also being a live stream with uh, CISN. But, Scott, Dowling's going to – do you guard the inbounder first? Uh, do you put Moeller up there and guard her? I, I probably would, but they may sit, try to send somebody to screen and get a cheap foul there. So Ankeny will throw the ball in. This will be Cassie Johnson, the 5'7 junior, thrown in first time tonight. She throws it down court. It's tipped out of bounds off of Jenna Pitts. It'll be Dowling basketball with 1.2 seconds remaining. And Dowling. That's just a real hard. 30-second uh, timeout called by Dowling. 51-48. Maroons with the lead. Dowling just wants to set up an inbound play. But I look here, Scott. Dowling has scored 20 points here in this fourth quarter. They led, they trailed 34-31 going into the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden they have outscored uh, Ankeny 20 to 14 here in this fourth quarter thus far. Right, and that, um, what's been the benefit of their, their defense caused transition points, and that gave them the easy baskets. And they've struggled. Their half court offense has just kind of gotten stuck, and they haven't executed, and then they force, and that's why we've seen some of the. Uh, uh, Low-scoring second halves is his last four or five games. But tonight they, they've gotten the easy baskets, which has helped them. All right, Julia Moore will inbound the ball for Dowling. 1.2 seconds remaining. Moore throws it all the way in the front court, and that'll do it. Zedeker has it, and that will do it. Dowling girls who came in losing two of their last three contests have knocked off the Ankeny Hawks tonight. Number 11, Dowling. 51, Ankeny ranked 7th, 48. Dowling with the win. The Maroons improved their record to 4-4 four and four, while Ankeny falls to 5-3. and three. And what a game, Scott, we, we saw tonight here on CISN and the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Yeah, I, I just applaud both these uh, teams. They both came prepared. They both played really hard. Uh, we were commenting off uh, during one of the commercials uh, how hard they are hitting the floor, diving for loose balls, and just making it overall hard for each team. And uh, it was a very entertaining game. Certainly was. We're going to take a break, come back. We'll total up the scores from uh, game one, the girls' game. Again, the final. Dowling Catholic defeats Ankeny 51-48 as the Maroons outscore Ankeny in the fourth quarter, 20-14 to win it. And we'll be back with the postgame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment, whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from businesses and organizations who share in the mission of connecting listeners to Christ while connecting you to their products and services they provide. To learn more and support the businesses and organizations who support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, visit iowacatholicradio.com to view our business sponsors. If you'd like more information on how your business or organization can become a business sponsor, contact Deacon Mark, 515-223-1150, 515-223-1150. And welcome back to the Dowling Catholic Gym. It was Dowling's home opener night, and the Dowling girls come away 
with a 51-48 win over Ankeny in game one of our Girl Boy doubleheader. Mark Hammadale alongside Scott Babinat as we are totaling up the numbers in this contest. Is, uh, what a contest we saw. The Maroons with a 6-1 run in that fourth quarter as the Maroons outscored Ankeny 20-14 in the fourth quarter. And, Scott, that held up because the Maroons are having trouble scoring. A year ago, they were held to one point at Ankeny against the Hawks. And this year, uh, they put up 20 points in the fourth quarter alone to come from behind and uh, defeat Ankeny. Right. And they, they shot 8 for 12 by my count in the fourth quarter, including 3 for 3 from the three-point line. And, again, a lot of that was created off of the turnovers that they forced in that in that fourth quarter. It just, again, your half-court offense has to execute, but it makes it so much easier when you get out and get those easy transition points, and that's exactly what happened for them in that fourth quarter, and then they locked down on the defensive end a lot better. All right, Scott, let's take a look at our final numbers, and I'll start with the scoring tonight. First of all, for the visitors from Ankeny, the Hawks now fall to 5-3, and three, their record. They're ranked 7th in yesterday's recent uh, Iowa High School Girls Union poll in Class 5A. Ankeny was led by their leading scorer all season, Savannah Gage, the 5'10 sophomore with 19 points. She was followed by Jenna Pitts, their outstanding point guard, with 8 points. And then right now scoring for Ankeny, 6 points for Carson Jacks, 5 points for Jayla Williams, 4 points for Jasmine Moser. Off the bench, Ainsley Keene with 4 points. Kendra Lewis did not score, and Zoe Shadravan did not score as Ankeny went 15 of 17 at the free throw line. For Dowling Catholic, the Maroons had two players in double figures, led by Ava Zedeker, the 5'10 sophomore, with 18 points. She was 3 for 3 from the free throw line. Lauren Frerichs with 11 points. She was followed by Ellie Muller off the bench, who hit the uh, final basket for Dowling that gave the Maroons the uh, lead and then sealed it with the free throw. Muller with seven points off the bench, four points for Marin Heller off the bench for Dowling Catholic, Ellie Olson with two points, and Layla Trenton with two points as Dowling went nine of 11 from the free throw line. Scott, you got to look at some of the shooting per- percentages and turnovers and rebounds. Yeah, uh, for the game, Ankeny shot 16 for 38 from the field and three for nine from the three-point line. Uh, they had 14 rebounds. They ended up with 17 turnovers, but five critical ones in that fourth quarter. Uh, Dowling ended up 19 for 39, 4 for 12 from the three-point line. Again, they were shooting 1 for 9 going to the fourth and 3 for 3 in that fourth quarter helped. 20 rebounds, 19 turnovers. So, again, turnovers are still a problem for both teams, but uh, in that fourth quarter, Dowling had 3 to uh, Ankeny's 5. And, Scott, the uh, quarter scores, Dowling jumped out to an 11-9 first quarter lead. Ankeny outscored Dowling 12-8 in the second quarter. At halftime, it was Ankeny 21, Dowling 19. In the third quarter, it was the Hawks by one, 13-12 over Dowling. So Ankeny extended their lead to 34-31 going into the fourth quarter. And in the fourth quarter, Dowling outscoring Ankeny 20-14 as Dowling wins it 51-48 in this girls' game. And, Scott, I know we got we got to go to get ready for the boys' game, but this is our final girl-boy doubleheader of the uh, 
2022 portion of the season. Our next broadcast as a doubleheader will be next year, uh, January 3rd, Tuesday. We'll be in my backyard at Urbandale, Dowling and Urbandale for a girl boy doubleheader. Thank you for sitting in and thanks for your perspective. Being the former coach, you're just, what, I just measured it 10 feet from yeah. the bench where yeah. you used to be with Coach Meyer. But they Meyer. can't hear me, so. <laughs> that's, that's right. Well, appreciate it, Scott. Merry Christmas. Happy Merry New Christmas. Year to you and your family. Thanks you for all well. you do for Iowa Catholic Radio and Thank CISN. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here and watch these girls play. And, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next year. Sounds good. Scott Babinet, my broadcast partner. We're going to bring in Jimmy Cataldo here. But first, along our network stations, uh, Jennifer Phelps on Iowa Catholic Radio and uh, Justin Wolber on CISN. We're going to take a two-minute break, a two-minute break, and we will transition to the boys' pregame. Jimmy Cataldo will join me here at the Dowling Gym. Again, the final in the girls' contest, Dowling 51, Ankeny 48. For Scott Babinet, this is Mark Amadale. Stay tuned for the boys' game. We'll be back in two minutes with our pregame here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. Honey, I'm so excited for our kitchen remodel. All right, you love birds, floors. Natural hardwood. Okay. Wow, that was quick. Countertops. Definitely natural granite. Check. Woohoo! And that wall. Tear it down. It let in more natural sunlight. Done. Whoa. Speaking of tearing down walls, your family planning. Natural, right? Natural family planning is 99% effective at achieving or delaying pregnancy, and there are no harmful chemicals. So it's better for you and the environment. Tear down the wall. A message from Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Matt Wilkham from Iowa Catholic Radio. We hear so many stories from listeners about the impact this station is having on their lives. Like Angela, who says, I listen first thing in the morning because it starts my day on the right foot by hearing the gospel. Friends, in this season of giving, how about offering the gift of hope through Iowa Catholic Radio? To make a tax-deductible donation to our year-end appeal, just click on the banner at iowacatholicradio.com or call 515-223-1150. Thank you for your support. Iowa Catholic Radio is now available on your smart speaker. Step one, say, Alexa, enable the Iowa Catholic Radio skill. Or enable it through your Alexa app. Step two, say, Alexa, open Iowa Catholic Radio. Now enjoy listening to Iowa Catholic Radio through your smart speaker. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Deacon Horn Stricker from St. Francis of Assisi in West Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And welcome back to the Dowling Gym as we start game two of our girl boy doubleheader. It's Dowling and Ankeny tonight, the boys' contest here on Iowa Catholic Radio as we simulcast with our friends from CISN.TV. Welcome, Jimmy Cataldo. Appreciate having you here. The cameras are behind us. You quit looking over your shoulder like you're, uh, I, I, you're, you're just, you know. I you sort of wondered, out. I mean, are, are we good? on TV too? Yes, you I mean, are. Well, so, your voice is. That's, so, that's so good enough. So it's good that they don't have our faces. And Correct. Only Correct. pick up our voices. And I always thank Mr. Tarpey for that. He does a great job of making sure we're, we're not – football season we are. A little sure. bit more different production. But, uh, Jimmy, what a girls game. Can the boys top that? What a, what a game, Dowling and Ankeny in game one. That's incredible, you know, girls game. I got here about halftime and watched the up-and-down uh, battle. That they, but, 
you know, watching the girls, and, and I had a chance to do the girls' games last year, and, and their youth was so impressive. And, and you watch, you know, how they're, how they're doing this year, and you got uh, the, the, the Mueller girl who's a freshman who's contributing, and uh, the, the, the sophomores, and, and Frerichs hit a couple big three-pointers. Yes, indeed, the so, senior. senior. But, but, but what was so fun was the crowd. And, and that's what coming home for the first time this year and, and getting the crowd involved in, in, in shots like that that the girls and the boys, for that matter, have not had a chance to have was just, I mean, you just felt it. And, uh, and, and so I'm looking for a very similar game tonight. The stands are, 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 are filling up. And, you know, so the girls' uh, crowds have gone. The boys are coming in. And the student section is going to be great. But what a great atmosphere. And the band in the corner. And you can't beat, you can't beat that. And a little music here on a high school Friday night uh, for our folks. We always got to paint the picture. If you're not in Iowa, well, we got a little bit of snow, temperatures in the 20s. Tuesday night was rain and warm enough that it was rain here in central Iowa. North of us, we had ice and cancellations. But here, we've got a little bit of snow, not only this morning, but during the day. And Friday night, the gyms are starting to, to pa- get packed again. And we haven't That's seen right. this before, that uh, so-called pandemic that went through. And it was a pandemic, I shouldn't delight to belittle that but uh right here we got a full gym and we're gonna have a great crowd here dowling and ankeny these two teams met once last year and that was up at ankeny and uh, ankeny prevailed 77 66 and the last time these two teams met and what a team ankeny goes to state tournament they get beat by the team that beat dowling in the sub-state uh, ankeny plays johnson johnson beats them in, in the first round and then all of a sudden Ankeny this year has a lot of returning players, and I've got the list. I had to write them down. They're, they're such a list. You know, Jamison Patton, who transferred yes. from Roosevelt, out with appendicitis. He'll be back next month, probably the next time Dowling plays. J.J. Cole, their quarterback, graduated, graduated early, uh, and he's headed to Iowa State. So those are two uh, potential starters. Jason Williams, a starter, out for the year with a broken hand. Carson Weedy broke his leg in open gym during football season. Didn't play football, but broken in an open gym. And Alex Aguirre, uh, Leo Aguirre's older brother, played off the bench last year, started some. He was ruled ineligible. He moved from Mexico, and the state said, hey, he's, gotta, he's not eligible to play athletics, but he has to finish out his schoolwork. That was interesting. And Jolin Poor suffered an ACL injury in June, not available till March for Ankeny. So I just mentioned six players. That's who the Hawks are down. They do have two returning starters, but this is a team that comes in to face Dowling tonight, Jimmy. That's uh, Their record's 2-4. and four. And this is probably one of the perfect matchups for Dowling because the Maroons now are trying to build off their win at Southeast Polk Tuesday night. I don't think you could have said it any better. It's, it's you know, you're getting Ankeny at the right time. And you look at, at the injuries you had mentioned, their graduation to uh, some significant starters last year certainly dismantled a lot of what they were doing. And this Ankeny program is only just a few years removed from winning the state championship. Yep. Uh, and, and so they certainly have a program, a culture, that brings in some really good basketball players. And, to your point, getting Ankeny as, as they're fighting through some injuries and graduation, at the same time the Maroons are trying to build some momentum to, to, to bank in those wins that you certainly want to have as the season starts strong and you get more and more uh, opponents that you're going to see the second time around. You want to build your case for that, for that playoff run uh, so you can get a higher seed. So certainly a, a perfect storm for the Maroons. They're home for the first time, and they're starting to find their legs starting to find their identity so certainly a great time uh to to, uh, to, to begin a run uh with the next eight out of ten games as i looked at this eight out of the next ten games are now at home so we will charge you for your premium to come here we don't have to worry about gas allowance for i love you. it it all works out 
And you mentioned, you know, the Dowling kind of setting maroons up. Joey Coppola will see some action tonight, and that is one thing Clay Fielking mentioned to me when I visited with him. We did not have him on at halftime as we normally do. We were talking with Mark Reed from CTO, but he told me this morning, he says, Joey Coppola will see some minutes, and that's based on what happened Monday during the JV game with his back and all that has been going on with Joey. He's missed, the, uh, obviously, the first uh, five games for Dowling, but he's going to get in the mix. And with his back, it's not so much how he plays that night, it's the next day. Well, the next day was Tuesday at uh, Southeast Polk, and uh, they were kind of seeing how he's going to come out, and so far, so good. So he'll see some limited minutes, and that will give Dowling some extra depth. Well, and, and Joey Coppola brings an added strength to this Maroons team in ball handling. We've talked a couple games throughout the years, you know, as, as we were getting pressed or or it was late in games where possessions were critical, ball handling became such a, 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 a big part of what they were doing and just couldn't find that ball handler that Joey Coppola does certainly bring. And and having confidence after, you know, starting last year as, as, as a sophomore, coming in as a junior, the confidence that, that, that Joey Coppola would bring to this team is, is certainly well needed. And you mentioned the, the depth. And, and, you know, how, how deep does Coach still can go? I mean, we, we were talking about how seven or eight guys are, are going to come out of this, but now you're looking about ten deep, and you really don't see anybody who's a weakness to sit. So it's a good problem to have, uh, but certainly seeing Joey in the lineup is going to be a, a promising thing tonight. All right, we're going to take a one-minute break along our Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations along with the Central Iowa Sports Network, Mark Hamadale, Jimmy Cataldo, back with starting lineups between Dowling and Ankeny. The girls' game won by Dowling, 51-48. The boys' game coming up after this one-minute break on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.tv. Iowa Catholic Radio needs you. Whether it's assisting with events, answering the phone, distributing yard signs, or being a parish ambassador, Iowa Catholic Radio depends on you to help connect listeners with Christ. Email contact at iowacatholicradio.com to get involved. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, I'm Donna Wilhelm from St. Pius X Parish in Urbandale. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM K233BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM KIHS, Adele, online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Yes, it's the home opener for the Maroons. We just saw the Dowling girls, a winner tonight, 51-48 over Ankeny. Dowling boys now with their home opener. Let's take a look at the starting lineups. First of all, for the Ankeny Hawks, our head coaches, Brent Carlson. Brent is in his seventh year, 84 wins, 60 losses, assisted by Nate Toby and Chris Danner. The Hawks come in with a record of 2-4, and four, and they will start this lineup. At one guard, Maddox Ward, a 5'9'' senior. Averaging seven points, he'll wear number three. The other guard is Carson Johnson, a 5'10 junior, averaging 13 points. He is our leading scorer, wearing number 11. And the third guard is Leo Aguirre, 6'3 junior, averaging 11.5 points. He'll wear number 21. At one forward, number 25 is Cash Schoolin, 
a 6'3 junior, averaging four and a half points. And at center for Ankeny, Devin Akers, a 6'6 junior, averaging five and a half points, but leads the team in rebounds, blocks, and field goal percentage. Ankeny comes in averaging 50 points on offense, give up 58 points on defense. For Dowling Catholic, head coach is Clay Thielkeen in his second year, 11 wins, 18 losses, assisted by Jimmy Nahas, Zach Nicholson, and Kevin O'Hare. Runs to start this lineup at one guard, Davis Sheck, a 5'11 senior, averaging 10 points. He'll wear number three. The other guard is Drew Morrow, a 6'1 senior. Maroon's leading scorer, averaging 13.5 points. He'll wear number five. At one forward, Colin Clark, 6'3 senior, averaging 2.5 points, wearing number 11. Ryan Kleppe is the other forward, 6'3 junior, averaging 5.5 points, wearing number 12. And at center is Riddick Metten. Metten is a 6'4 junior, averaging 5.5 points and 5.5 rebounds, and he'll wear number 21. So Maroons come in averaging 53 points on offense, give up 65.5 points on defense. Their record is 2-3 and three in the CIML showdown. Jimmy Cataldo, final thoughts before they throw the ball in the air. Well, I just think the, the Maroons need to take advantage of being at home. Uh, you know, there's something to say with the optics, the lighting, the vision of the basket, uh, but certainly have a lot of fun. In, in, in this environment that they have not had yet. And for Ankeny, I think everything has to go in and out of Acres. Acres sitting at 6'6", six, 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 which is much taller than any of the Maroons that are on the court. So he certainly has to be the in-and-out guy and see if he can be a big uh, mismatch against the Maroons tonight. Hawks in their road, black uniforms with a white and a gold trim. Dowling in their home white uniforms. First time we've seen them this year with their Maroon numbers and trim. Hawks with it. They go left to right, north to south here at the... Dowling Jim and underneath they work it inside to the junior Akers and he draws the foul to be on Dowling and that'll be the first foul of the ball game on the Maroons on Riddick Metten, the Dowling post player. Well there, there's Akers you know using his body uh, and using his size against uh, Riddick Metten down low and certainly Riddick is, is trying to hold his own but, uh, but draws the foul. Be careful who you let sit next to you. I saw what happened at Polk the other night and now a nice move by Aguirre I, and he shoots and scores in the lane. Uh, Geary, rather, with the basket. I finally have a stat guy. I, you know, you and yeah. and, 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 and Babinat, you guys have a stat guy. Yes, well, I do. get my stat guy tonight. He, he, he's not looking out of one eye either. Uh, it might be kind of <laughs> hard. He's having some issues. Now here's Drew Morrow. Pull-up jumper good from the free throw line. Drew Morrow with the first two points for Dowling. So we're tied at two, Dowling and Ankeny. Geary gets underway for Ankeny and Morrow for Dowling. And... Dowling comes out and right away in the second possession for Ankeny, Maroon shows zone. But certainly the zone has, has, has worked well for them over the last uh, three ball games when they start implementing it. And as time goes on, they, they can understand the movements of it. Well, here's Aguirre in the lane, shot up and good. Dribble drive by Leo Aguirre, and he's got all four of Ankeny's points, and they lead it 4-2. But, you know, with the zone, is, is people are going to film you, and they're going to they're gonna scout you, and they're going to find holes in, in the zone, and that's what Ankeny did there. Dowling with the ball on the baseline, a shot up and no good by Kleppe. Rebound comes out to Ankeny. Here's Aguirre with it. Long three coming up and good from Carson Johnson. His first three of the contest and his ninth of the year, and it's 7-2 to two, Ankeny by five. Johnson leads uh, Ankeny in, in, in points per game at 13, so seeing him hit the three-point shot, that's certainly going to catch the eyes of, of the Maroons to maybe bring the defense out. Three-pointer by the Maroons, top of the key. It's no good by Colin Clark. Rebound out to the Hawks, and they come running. Dowling drops back to their zone. You can call it a 1-2-2, 2-3. Flattened out, 3-2 zone. But Ankeny with Carson Johnson. Now in the corner, it goes to Maddox Ward. 
No look pass over the corner to Car yeah. to Cash Schoolin. Schoolin now corner three up good. Ankeny's lights out shooting. Cash Schoolin with his fifth three of the year gives the Hawks an eight point lead. When you look at Ankeny's stats, they're only shooting about 30, 32 percent from the three point arc. So three point shots are not bad shots at the Maroons, but if they're going to start hitting them, you're going to have to bring out your defense. Underneath Dowling posting up Ryan Kleppy, but he couldn't get the shot off. Leaves it out. Three-pointer, no good. Rebound, Ankeny. Dowling cold shooting, Ankeny hot shooting. Hawks by eight. With it is Maddox Ward. Spins in the lane. No look pass in the corner to Akers. He rotates it out to Johnson for three. It's no good. Akers with the rebound. Balls and bodies loose in the floor. And Dowling comes away with it. Heads up play by the Maroons. Colin Clark, outlet pass to Morrow and a blocking foul on Ankeny as Morrow got loose in transition and drew the foul. Out of bounds to Dowling here, Jimmy. The rule of non-shooting foul. Foul will be on Carson Johnson, his first. You're going to have to take advantage of the misses and the, and the turnovers if you're, if you're the Maroons and get up in transition, run the court hard, and, uh, and, and, and continue to get Ankeny out of their comfort zone right now. Now Morrow gets the inbounds pass. 15-footer on the baseline, no good. Rebound out to Leo Aguirre. Aguirre, 6'3", junior. His brother would have been playing with him in, in this year as a senior but was ruled ineligible as he transferred from Mexico. And he's going to play at Morningside. Now a steal by Dowling. Bad pass by Ankeny. Sheck with the steal and layup with the left hand good. Davis Sheck shoots and scores. A second leading scorer for Dowling, and it's 10-4 Ankeny. What an outstanding coast-to-coast drive by Davis Sheck. In and out, using hard uh, with his left hand and finishing the two. Ward for three, and it's no good. Rebound Sheck. Davis with it, and that's the key. When you run that zone, if you're on the backside of that zone on defense, you can kind of pick your, your time if you want to uh, steal a ball. Now, Marl's fallaway jumper no good off the hands of Riddick Metten into the hands of Ankeny, and now here's Aguirre with it. Dowling settles into a 2-3 zone. Hawks working the perimeter. 3.45 to go first quarter. Ankeny 10, Dowling 4 here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN tonight. Aguirre now. Double team and gets a shot off the glass. Up and good. The foul on Metten. The basket will count. And Ankeny to the free throw line. That's going to be the second foul on Metten. Just here uh, halfway through the first quarter. So that's going to bring uh, Nyangi into the game and, and, and have Riddick sitting, which Riddick's shown a lot of speed and quickness at the block. But with two fouls, he's probably going to sit down for the better part of the first first half. Aguirre at the free throw line. He has six first quarter points. Free throw up, good. Make it seven points for Aguirre. Comes in average in 11 and a half points and a 47% free throw shooter and he knocks it down. 13 to four Hawks by their largest lead of nine right now. Dowling long three by Sheck, no good. Tip, no good. Ball slapped around and Clark comes away with it and a whistle and a holding foul on Aguirre. That'll be his first foul and the second team foul on the Hawks. Aguirre is just so, so strong underneath that you know, he's not overly tall, but but he has good size and good strength to certainly uh, cause uh, cause some problems down low. Dante Cataldo in the lineup for Dowling. The 6'1 junior inbounds the ball to Nianji. His fallaway jumper off balance shot really no good from the left side. Rebound Ankeny, and here's Aguirre. Hawks with it. Carson Johnson in the corner on the right side to Ward. Back to Johnson. Look in the middle. Aguirre. He puts up a shot to the left hand. Too strong. Rebound. Dowling and Nianji. Outlet pass tomorrow. Drew to the lane, in the lane. His shot up and good. The basket will count. A foul on Ankeny. The Hawks commit the foul on Drew Trimble, who just checked in. Check that Carson Johnson. I believe that's his second 
It's a lot, a lot of credit to Drew Morrow on that, using his body to draw the foul, but yet keeping his shooting hand free to, to be able to get a clean shot. So great job by Drew taking the ball to the basket and using his body to draw the foul. Cuts the Ankeny lead to seven. Free throw no good by Drew, who's a 93% shooter at the line and missed it. Rebound Ankeny, 13-6. Ankeny leads Dowling. Just under three minutes to play here in the first quarter from a packed Dowling gym on their home opener of all things. They go six games in a regular season and finally get the home opener. Now a steal by Morrow. Nianji tracks it down and runs in the front court with Kleppe. Backdoor cut. Dante Cataldo loses the ball. Nianji's shot is blocked by Akers and the rebound Ankeny. Cataldo with the steal. Pull-up jumper. Good! Dante kind of hung back and Helped out his teammates and shoots and scores. That a boy, Dante. Hey, I put you know, my head down. I'll, I'll do my own. I'll do my own. I can't even enjoy this sometimes. I put my head down to do the stats, but uh, <laughs> he scored. A little out of control the first time, but uh, stayed with it. And he scored. Thirteen to eight, Ankeny. My uh, colored commentator, Jimmy <laughs> Cataldo's son, Dante Cataldo. So, folks, bear with us tonight. It's been a long year for me, but I'll get through it. Thirteen to eight, Ankeny by five, and here's Aguirre. He's getting loose. Shot up and no good. Defense by the Maroons. Nianji, a nice job. Rebound Dowling and Kleppi. Tomorrow. In the corner to Cataldo. Now Nianji on the baseline. Spins, whirls, head fake, inside pivot, layup is good. Nianji went right around Devin, Devin Akers. Well, that, that, that's twice now that they've, they've tried to get Nianji on, on, the, uh, on the block against Akers. And, and it looks to be something that they're trying to do to see if they can get Akers a little bit into foul trouble. And Nianji, great job with his body to get the shot in. Ankeny's nine-point lead down to three. Pull-up jumper by the Hawks. Maddox Ward is no good. Ward, a 5'9 junior, misses his first shot. Rebound Dowling. Here is Morrow for three. Top of the key. Good right over Aguirre. Uh, Drew Morrow with his seventh point. The Maroons have definitely withstand some of that flurry at the beginning that Ankeny had. Their shooting has gone a little bit cold, but the Maroons are heating up here late in the first quarter. Dowling's tied the game. Minute 10 to go in the quarter. Dowling and Ankeny. Great crowd here tonight. The Ankeny fans behind us. Dowling fans across from us. Here's Aguirre. Thinks about the three. Gets it over in the corner to Johnson for three. Good. Leading scorer for Ankeny is Carson Johnson. That's his six point. Two threes tonight for him. The Maroons have gone in and out of that uh, zone demand and to see which one's going to work best for them as they're learning a little bit from this first quarter. Here's Dowling with the ball and Drew Morrow on the baseline. Pull up jumper. Good. As Carson Johnson couldn't stay with him and Drew Shoots and scores. That is his ninth point. 16-15 Ankeny. Our officials tonight, Jerry Kinder, Travis Carroll, and Tyler Eason. Now a shot in the lane, partially blocked. No good and out of bounds. And they say Dowling came down with it out of bounds. It'll be Ankeny basketball. Shot clock is off. Final 27 seconds of the first quarter here, Jimmy. Well, it'd be interesting to see how they're, they're going to hold for this last shot. Maroon's going into their man. Uh, you have a little bit of mismatch with, with Leo Gary uh, uh, with, and Dante with the size, but I think he'll use his body as best as he can here. All right, Dowling will set Ryan Kleppe down at this juncture. As the Maroons now have Nick Frerickson, number 23, a 5'10 junior. Play a little free safety for the Dowling football team. Now Ankeny holding for the final shot. Ten seconds to go. Ankeny by one. Now whistling a foul before the shot on Kleppe as Johnson takes it to the basket. And on Dave, or check that, on Davis' check, Just, it, his it, first It's foul. interesting bringing that defense all the way out to the half court when you really have no help. And then seeing uh, Joey Coppola coming in for the first time of the year and last six and seconds. he's going to get a round of applause. This is his first varsity contest since 
having that back injury that sidelined the Dowling starter from last year. Joey Capole in. Now here's Aguirre. His shot partially blocked. Rebound Ankeny, and they can't get a shot off. So we have come to the end of the first quarter here at the Dowling Gym. The score, Ankeny 16, Dowling 15. And along with Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Hamadell here on CISN.TV and the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is a Young Catholic Minute. Why is embryonic stem cell research wrong? Is racial slavery okay? Human sex trafficking? How about testing experimental drugs on prisoners? Obviously the answer is no. Why? Because every human being, no matter their age, size, development, race, social status, or radio listening habits, is a person created in the image of God and made for an eternal relationship with Him in heaven. And they are never to be used as a means to an end. Look how productive the United States was when slavery was legal, the revenue sex trafficking brings in, and the cures that could be discovered by testing drugs on prisoners. None of that matters. Using someone as a means to an end is basically saying, listen, it doesn't matter what you want or that you have a free will to make your own choices. All you're good for is to get me what I want. And if we would never say that to someone who can walk, talk, and take care of themselves, then why would it ever be okay to say that to someone who depends on us for survival? For more, youngcatholicminute.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym, the Maroons' home opener tonight. Dowling will start with the basketball in the second quarter, trailing 16-15. to 15. Ankeny was 1-for-1 one one at the free throw line through the first quarter. Dowling 0-for-1. Here's Morrow with it. It's Morrow, Nianji, Cataldo. And now the ball tipped out of bounds. They say it went off of Dowling. Cataldo trying to hustle over there with Aguirre, and they say it went off of Dante. So turnover to start the second quarter. Jim, you got to look at some of the first quarter numbers. Uh, first quarter numbers for the Maroons, 6-of-11 from the field, 1-of-5 from three-point arc. Uh, Ankeny, 3-of-7 from the field, 3-of-5 from the three-point. Uh, six rebounds for the Maroons, seven for Ankeny. No turnovers for the Maroons, which is a great great quarter for them, and four turnovers on Ankeny. Here's Aguirre in the lane, and he draws the foul. Actually, almost triple team as Nyangi came over to help, and they're going to pick out one of them, says Travis Carroll. And the foul will wow. be on Dante Cataldo. Saying that they uh, he got a little bit of his arm, it seemed... Pretty much of a clean block. but And the first free throw by Aguirre is good. Leo had seven first quarter points, and now he's one for one at the free throw line. Dowling, I, I believe, going with their, or rather, Ankeny going with their same five starters, Ward, Carson Johnson, Aguirre, Schoolin, and Akers. Maroon's going with the much smaller lineup well, right here. Uh, they're not all their starters. Drew Morrow is still in there. And Joey Coppola gets it started. How about a three from Akaki? He, he's shot. He's, he's definitely Nianji. shot his fair share this this year. Hasn't really came up strong, but his first three point shot tonight. Uh, Nianji was for three, and he hit a few last year. That's his first of the year. You're right. Tied at 18. Now Dowling with the steal. Here's Frerichs with it. Nick dribble handoff to Coppola. Joey fakes the three. Now down the lane. Shot with the left hand. No good. Fight for the rebound. They're going to get Nianji with the offensive. Uh, Loose ball foul, rather, so Andrew will pick up his first foul. Joey Coppola. You watch Joey a little bit, and you just see, you know, how much how much is, is his back bothering him, and he seemed pretty fluid there. Didn't seem sure. slowed up at all, uh, but but well controlled of the basketball, which you know certainly Joey brings to the table uh, here in this uh, in this first uh, first 
bit of action. Yeah, Coach Steel King came out with one starter from uh, the starting lineup, and that was Drew Morrow, who now will come out of the ball game. And I'll corner three up and good by Ankeny's David Akers. That's his first three of the night for the six-six junior. Fourth three-pointer for the for the uh, Hawks here in the in. in Short part of this game. Here's Coppola with his first shot up and good. Or check that, Shep. Davis Sheck coming off the screen. And yeah, that, uh, that you bring out Akers, their center. If he can shoot that three, that, that's a different dimension. As a ball nearly turned over by Ankeny, Davis Sheck forced the uh, ball out of bounds. 28 seconds on the shot clock. 21 20, Ankeny by one here, Jimmy. Well, the Maroons have continued to go with this man to man defense. They, they went man early, changed to the zone, and they were getting beat up with the zone. So now they've gone to their man, and I think this is what uh, they like most right now in this game. Here's Schoolin with the basketball. His shot up and good. Cash Schoolin. And uh, Coach Stilking didn't like that. Thought he traveled coming onto the dribble. But uh, you play on, and Schoolin with the basket. 23-20. Ankeny by three. Dowling with the ball. Ferricks in the corner. This is Coppola dribbling baseline. Leaves it for Odie, who just checked in for the Dowling team. Jack Odie, 6'3", senior. Runs with 13 on the shot clock. Corner three up and no good by Jack Odie. And a whistle and a loose ball foul on the Hawks. They're going to get Carson Johnson. If they do, that's his third. Oh, that's a huge foul. That's a huge foul if, uh, if you're Ankeny. That's one of your better players. Uh, obviously leading the team in scoring and uh, picking up his third foul with five minutes to go in the second. He's certainly going to be sitting down here probably for the remaining part of the first half. And I gave you the uh, laundry list of players, the uh, five seniors that uh, are not eligible for Ankeny. As Nyangi gets inside and shoots his scores with the left hand, now he's starting to finish. The foul called on the Hawks, and that'll be on Devin Akers, his first, and Nyangi with his seventh point here in the first Just half. great body control. If you look at the Maroons, who have taken the ball to the basket, certainly finding a way to draw the foul, but yet having body control to have a clean shot. Free throw no good by Nyangi. Rebound Ankeny. Ankeny 23, Dowling 22. Earlier tonight, the Dowling girls defeated Ankeny 51-48. And now a turnover by the Hawks. Here's Ferricks with it. Nick dribbling in the front court. Off the uh, Odie rebound. Now Sheck with it down the lane. Try to leave it for Ferricks. The ball tipped out of bounds. Off of Ankeny. As we'll see a substitution now for Dowling. Ryan Kleppi in the lineup. He'll replace Nick Ferricks. The sister didn't have too bad a game tonight for the Dowling girls. Tremendous. Two big three-point shots uh, in that fourth quarter for Lauren Frericks. One, one of those home basket rim knockout three. I call it the Scott Babinat shot. You know, you got, <laughs> you got the shot Babinat, you know, roll. Here's Kleppy with it in the corner. Jack Odie dribbling with it for Dowling. Dribbles it outside. Anke stays man-to-man. We've seen zone by Dowling tonight, but they're back to man-to-man. Dribbling in the lane is Sheck, and he drew the foul. Out of bounds to Dowling and the foul will be on Anki. The Hawks starting to wrap up. Uh, they're going to call that on number 25. Schoolin uh, yeah. gets his first team foul number six for, for Anki. So the Maroons will go to the, the bonus the next time they get fouled. Now underneath, the shot blocked. Blocked by Akers as Kleppi tried to get an extra dribble in there and had the shot blocked from behind. Anki with the ball on the turnover. 23 22. Hawks by one. Four and a half to go. Here in the first half. Halftime, we will have Dowling girls head coach Kristen Meyer and maybe someone from her staff or a player join us at halftime. Whistle a foul on Dowling. Kleppi will pick up the foul as he was trying to guard a Geary. 
Gary's had quite the first half. He's got eight points to lead Ankeny. Carson Johnson with six points for the Hawks, but he's on the bench with three fouls. You know, it's interesting to see how long uh, Coach Dilkin goes with Joey Capola, at least initially to see how he, see how it works. But Joey seems like he's been doing well with uh, with his movements, so there's probably no need to take him out at this point. But possibly Drew Morrow coming in. A steal by Kleppe into the hands of Odie. Back to Kleppe on the left side. His layup is up and partially blocked by the Hawks. And Drew Trimble with the block. Rebound Ankeny. 23-22, Hawks by one. Here's Aguirre in the lane. Gets it over in the corner to Trimble for three. It's no good. Rebound Aguirre. Or check that rebound, Dowling and Nianji. And now the outlet pass to Capola. Right side, they work it. Kleppy for three. It's off the mark. No good. Rebound to Geary. Legal dribbles it up, and teams will reset. We've had quite a pace, but empty possessions on both ends. We've been at the score for quite some time, and now we're going to get a, a timeout, Ankeny. And Coach Carlson, in his seventh year at Ankeny, wants a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. Mark Amadillo alongside Jimmy Cataldo. I want to thank an Iowa Catholic radio, Ashworth Vision Clinic, construction professionals, and dental associates. Reminder, other games going on tonight, including the ones on CISN, besides Dowling and Ankeny, as we simulcast with CISN. Ankeny Centennial at Waukee. That game, the boys' game, should be starting. Valley is at Johnston. Lincoln is at North. East at Hoover and Tumwit Roosevelt in Iowa Alliance Conference play. And, Jimmy, the uh, AP Top 10 poll comes out in Class 4A boys basketball. Waukee Northwest at number one. Centennial at number three. Waukee at number four. And Indianola at number eight. Some of the Central Iowa teams. The rest. Iowa City West uh, coming in at nine. And the Maroons have Iowa City West Thursday next night. week. Yep, Thursday night we'll have the game on Iowa Catholic Radio. Early start. Next Thursday, we'll have a 6-15 pregame, 6-30 tip-off, Dowling and Iowa City West. That'll be our final broadcast before the Christmas and New Year's break. All right, out of the timeout by Ankeny. They work underneath, a shot up, and good. And David Akers works inside. Fouls on Dowling, and then they get the, they're going to whistle it on Drew Morrow, his first, and Akers to the uh, line. He now has five points. Good inbounds play uh, you know, for, for Ankeny. Caught Good down the golf guard. Set play called by Coach Carlson, and that worked to perfection. Free throw is good, and Akers with six points. 26-22, Ankeny by four. 3.20 left to go here in the second quarter from the Dowling Gym. Backdoor pass stolen away by Ankeny as Sheck had his pass stolen away. Drop back to man-to-man. Now here is Akers again for three. Top of the key this time, no good. Rebound, Dowling and Colin Clark. Colin dribbles in the front court, leaves it for Morrow. He'll launch the three. Top of the key, good! They left him alone, and Drew hits his second three of the night. 12 he's points. got 12. It's a big three-pointer, especially as the Maroons were starting to lose a little bit of this uh, of their lead. They were down four, and Big three-pointer to bring it in within one with the two minutes, 40 seconds. And the Maroons drop back to zone after that made three by Drew Morrow, cutting the Ankeny lead to one, 26-25. Corner three by Ankeny, up and no good by Drew Trimble. Weak side rebound to Geary. Hawks get a brand-new shot clock. Underneath, they try to get it to Akers, thrown away by Nianji, who's had a pretty good first half for Dowling. Certainly. Andrew with seven points. 
The only negative thing did, he missed, he missed his free throw. Now underneath Sheck with the scoop shot up and good. David Sheck with his sixth point. And Dowling retakes the lead. That's the Maroons' first lead of the night by one. Again, great potty control as, as Davis is taking the ball to the basket. Much undersized, but yet keeping the ball away from the defender and finishing. Hawks with the basketball. Corner three up and good by Drew Trimble. That's his sixth three of the year. And his first points of the night. 29-27, Hawks by two. Back and forth we go. We've had a couple of lead changes. Ankeny stays man-to-man. Morrow for three, right wing. It's no good. And rebounded by Drew Trimble. Trimble, a 6-3 senior. What a first half. Two-point lead for Ankeny. We haven't had even close to a shot clock violation by either team. And Dowling drops back to the zone defense. Now a skip pass, <laughs> nicely saved by Cash Schoolin. Hawks doing the skip pass across the court, and a three-pointer up and good by Drew Trimble. That's his second three, young man off the bench. And uh, Coach Carlson said, hey, he may get in. Well, he's contributed when he got in. Now here is Kleppy for three, top of the key, good. Hey, Drew Morrow, if you can hit it from there, so can I. Kleppy, Ryan Kleppy with his first three of the night for Dowling. Maroon's got to continue to hit some of those shots. And, you know, I just haven't been going down from a lot this year, but certainly uh, finding a few of them hit, hit tonight. And Kleppy hitting that shot's a big shot here with 30, under a minute left. 32-30, Ankeny by two. As the Maroons trailed by five until Kleppy hit the three. Hawks now with 10 on the shot clock. They work in the corner. That's Cash Shulin. Underneath layup good. They left the baseline alone, and Shulin made him pay. And now that's his seventh point. And Dowling trails by four with 20 seconds to play in the half. Runes will work the clock. Davis Sheck with it. Works the right side of the floor. Also in there, Colin Clark, Andrew Nianji. Now Sheck for three, and it's blocked by Akers. Rebound Ankeny. Now bodies collide, and we got a blocking foul on Dowling at half court as Cash Shulin collides with Dowling's Ryan Kleppi, and Kleppi will be whistled for his second foul. I think Coach Steel King's thinking, you know, looking at Davis and saying, you know, we had seven seconds to go. Let's get our last shot. And really, you know, he kind of rushed that that shot late in the second uh, quarter. Uh, probably not the shot he was looking to get to end the half. That is the uh, 18 foul on Dowling. So one and one here for Ankeny and Cash Shulin. Shulin with seven points and a 80% free throw shooter on the air. First free throw, good. They don't miss too many free throws. I'm um, looking. They missed one. That was by Aguirre. Yes. Dowling tonight, 0 for 2 at the line. Second free throw by Shulin. Good. He's had a pretty good first half. 4.5 seconds to play. They get it in tomorrow. Dowling down 6. Morrow down the lane. His shot up and good. The basket will count and a foul on Ankeny. What a – did he ever sprint down the floor? The foul will be – on Drew Trimble, his first, and Drew Morrow with his 14th point. And I'll tell you what, Jimmy, he just blew by us, and he had four dribbles, and he had plenty of time. He's got a second left. <laughs> Shows his quickness. And, <laughs> and the free throw is up, and good. Drew Morrow with 15 points here at halftime. Ankin will inbound the ball. Three-quarter court shot is up. It won't count. And we go to halftime with Ankeny leading Dowling Catholic 36-33 to here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And CISN, Mark Amadil, Jimmy Cataldo, and Jimmy, I'll uh, 
Uh, we'll get our, our numbers here in a moment, but uh, your thoughts on this uh, first half before we go to our first break? Just, just very up and down, and, and I, th- I think both teams had their spurts, and, and the Maroons coming in and out of, of a man in the zone defense has caused Ankeny some problems, but but certainly the Maroons taking the ball to the basket has, has certainly been been a, a, a positive thing for them. But on on the Ankeny side, I think their size and their strength sure, certainly was was an advantage as as they certainly have some guys that, that do tower over over the uh, over the Maroons. But you look at the foul trouble. You had Riddick Metton coming out early in the first quarter. He hasn't seen any That's action right. since. And then uh, 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 Johnson, Carson Johnson, leading the team, Ankeny, with 13 points. He went to the bench uh, at the beginning of the second quarter with his third foul. But really, neither team's really missed a beat. And uh, and so you, you see that how deep the Maroons can go. They went 10, 10 deep in, in their lineup. And, uh, and Ankeny certainly uh, played well with, with their size and their strength, as we talked about earlier in the, in the, in the broadcast. All right, leading scorer for Ankeny at halftime is Leo Aguirre with eight points as he was followed, or rather, Cash Shulin with nine points, Leo Aguirre with eight points, six points for Drew Trimble off the bench. Carson Johnson with three fouls has six points. And Devin Akers with six points to lead Ankeny. The Hawks were five of six at the free throw line. For Dowling, Maroons are led by Drew Morrow with 15 first-half points, followed by David Sheck with six points, Andrew Nianji with seven points, Three points for Ryan Kleppe and two points for Dante Cataldo as Dowling went one for three at the line. Halftime score, Ankeny 36, Dowling 33. Girls game earlier tonight won by Dowling 51-48 along with Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadell. Back with our halftime guests, members of the Dowling girls basketball squad after this one-minute break along our Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations and CISN.tv. Weekdays at 1 p.m., it's Dr. David Anders with Call to Communion. It's a live call-in show for non-Catholics and fallen away Catholics. Call to Communion on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Connecting listeners with Christ. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeppington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeppington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeppingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Ron Meyer from Blessed to Play. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym tonight. Mark Amadale alongside Jimmy Cataldo for the boys' contest. We are at halftime, and it's Ankeny 36, Dowling 33, now joined by uh, Dowling head coach Kristen Meyer and senior Julia Moore. And, Coach, congratulations on the win in game one. Thanks for bringing Miss Moore, one of your seniors, along. And uh, what a night it was. What an environment it was. And... Home that was exciting. Opener. I haven't seen you guys in white uniforms since last year. I know. That's what I was talking with Coach Wilson before the game. I was like, man, it has been a long time <laughs> since we've played here. I love home games. Yeah. What a game it was. I mean, it seemed like you were facing that uphill battle all night. Mm-hmm. And finally, and, and I was talking with uh, Scott Babinett about that, you know, the uh, closing out at uh, Southeast Polk Tuesday night. I know you flushed that game and forgot about it, but you had the 16-point lead at halftime, and Southeast Polk whittled away. And, Got the win on the uh, at home a year ago against Ankeny, one oh, point, oh. one point in the fourth quarter, 
as uh, we're having problems with the, uh, <laughs> all, all of a sudden it's the boys game, not the girls. Shot clock. <laughs> there, there's the IT guy. Oh boy. So a year ago, one point against Anki in the fourth quarter, you lose that on the road. Tonight, it's a whole different fourth quarter. Uh, how many do we have in the fourth? 20. 20 oh, to 14. Wow. So what was the point of emphasis since Tuesday night's game and tonight's you know, game? I, I think that was probably just the one minute uh, little speech <laughs> time I have in between the third and fourth quarter. I'm sure I had some very just great words of wisdom. That's okay. You um, that, take the company. Was, I'm sure that was the difference, you right? You take the company line. <laughs> Julia Moore will fill us in, I'm sure. Uh, but congratulations, Julia. Good to see you. Senior year, hard to believe. Yes, First I know. of all, congratulations. I know you're going to play soccer I at am. Wash U down in St. Louis, uh -huh. one of my favorite universities. And uh, congratulations Thank to uh, that commitment. Yes, I'm super excited. But in the meantime, <laughs> we have her for basketball. Yeah, we're keeping her. That's yeah. right. And what a game you had. Started out, you know, your your typical defensive <laughs> presence. You know, we, we get out of you, the hustle, the hurry. But, and, uh, and then the foul. So she had to sit a little bit there in the second, I think the whole second. The so then she comes second. back, and uh, yeah. in, in the in the second half, she was on fire. I told Coach Audrey, I go, uh, I think that fired her up a little bit. She had a great <laughs> second half for us. Well, I think yeah. she was a spark for us in the third quarter. Well, Julie, you get five fouls. You use four <laughs> of them. You had no points at halftime, but second half you come back with seven, including that three-pointer at a very crucial moment. Yeah, hats good. off to you and hats off to your team. You just kept hustling, and uh, it's hard to believe you're a senior. <laughs> I know. I remember, Crazy. I remember talking to you. Did you have rep here as a junior or a freshman? Fro yeah, sophomore? Probably all freshman. of them. All four? Okay. Maybe. Talk, oh, I don't know. We'll talk yeah. about this game, Julia. What did this mean to the team after the, the game Tuesday night against a very fine Southeast Polk team in, in a loss? Yeah, so we played well on Tuesday. Just couldn't finish the full game. So, And we knew coming into this game we wanted to win. Our first home game, we, you know, we don't want to lose on our home court. So I think... Our mindset was we got to play through the whole game. Um, yeah, play hard, get stops. What was your What was your assignment tonight, Julia Moore? Uh, you know, you, everybody's got an assignment, and you know, somebody to choose from from Ankeny and Savannah Gage, Jenna Pitts, Jayla Williams. Who were you matched up with? Um, I was matched up with number two, Savannah Gage, to so, start off. Yeah, and that's a tough matchup. She's our yeah. leading scorer. Earned it tonight, and I mean, she earned it yeah, with uh, you and a few others guarding her. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. Yeah, so I was just supposed to keep her in front, make her take um, hard shots, do mission, what I can. Mission accomplished, Coach. Can oh, you? yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, she uh, she had to earn her shots. <laughs> um, different team tonight. They look different than Tuesday night. I mean, you had to lead Tuesday night at times, but they played with a lot more confidence, a lot more energy, and especially in the second half where they just kind of cranked it up, Coach. What are, what are well, some of the things you and the coach staff did? Well, I think we got defensive stops. To be honest, we had a lot of turnovers, like – a lot, a lot. Um, so we needed some defensive stops to just balance us out until we started scoring there in the fourth. Once we stopped turning the ball over, it's a little bit easier to get it in the to go in the hoop, right? Yeah, yes. Scott and I were uh, talking about that. You yeah, did. and we just settled a little bit. They were calling, you know, some travels and some moving screens that were maybe questionable, but that's fine. And I thought we adjusted some and started just moving the ball a little bit better, found some easy shots. Lauren hit two big threes in the fourth quarter. Ellie Muller came up big. Ava had some, some big shots for us. Uh, Marin had a nice pull-up uh, right in the lane. So I think we just kind of settled ourselves, and we didn't freak ourselves out, which was great. Um, you know, get too worried about the turnovers. But we had some big stops. Ellie Muller had a couple of huge blocks yep. um, down yep. the stretch that were just enormous for us. And then, obviously, the you know the game-winning bucket there, just like we drew it up. Yeah. 
Well, usually draw plays for Ellie Moeller, who's a left-handed player on the left side of the block. No, she's right-handed. Is she right-handed? Yeah. Well, she can. She'll, she'll finish you, with her left. She will. She did a great job. Finished with her right. Yep. Go, went to the free throw line, and she just overcame missing her first free throw of the year earlier. Knocks that last one down and gave you that cushion. And then it came down to the final second. So yeah, that was a great win. ending to the game. I mean, we had a, a good crowd here, a fun game. Uh, you know, win over number seven Ankeny, a, a very good team. You talked about some of their guards. They are a very skilled team, um, and just give it's just a hard matchup for a lot of people. So this yeah. is a good one. Yeah, Gage, Jackson, Pitts are three yeah. of the finer ones that uh, Coach well, McAnally has. Jayla Williams is getting uh, D1 looks yes, as a freshman. Yeah. And I thought uh, their post player, Jasmine Mosier, uh -huh. did a really nice job inside for them. Well, it was a super job. And now you turn around and Julia Moore, you play tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock. Yes. And here you are with us at 830. <laughs> I know you got to get some sleep. You, you go over to uh, Johnston. Say hi to Coach O'Connor, would you please? Yeah, you, well, of course. Maybe, maybe he'll let a few of us in without, uh, you know, <laughs> making the turnstiles. But you take on a very uh, fine Cedar Rapids uh, Prairie team. 10 a.m. tomorrow at the Johnston Winter Classic. So, how much scouting report you have on Cedar Rapids Prairie, the Prairie Hawks? Uh, haven't gotten one yet. <laughs> well, I, Coach I've Danner, got one. where's Coach Danner? Uh oh, he sent it What's to me coming? earlier this week. We, we've got it done. I printed it out, and I was like, I should give it to him. I'll just wait till the morning. Yeah. They're not going to read it tonight anyway. Go maybe home, go I'll to watch, bed. Maybe we'll watch some film to fall asleep. Yeah, <laughs> let's stay go. here, cheer for the boys. Go home, go to bed. We'll, we'll get it figured out. Well, ladies, thanks for joining us, Coach Meyer. Congratulations, and, and thank you for bringing this young lady, yeah. Julia. More. Hard to believe she's a senior, but Julia, thanks for joining us. Best of luck tomorrow and Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you. You too. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Oh, shout outs before we go. Shout outs. Oh. Coach? Who do you got? We got um, Julia. To my grandparents listening online. Okay. From? Washington and Arizona. There you go. Well, Coach? Yeah, probably fam back in uh, Owine. We've got a sister and her family probably down in uh, southeast Iowa. So everyone who's listening, we appreciate you listening and tuning in. All right. Thanks for joining us here at halftime. All right, thank you. You thank bet. That's you. Kristen Meyer, Julia Moore joined us here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. Mark Emmadale, Jimmy Cataldo, halftime. Ankeny boys leading Dowling 36-33. And we'll return after this one-minute break on CISN and Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from businesses and organizations who share in the mission of connecting listeners to Christ while connecting you to their products and services they provide. To learn more and support the businesses and organizations who support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, visit iowacatholicradio.com to view our business sponsors. If you'd like more information on how your business or organization can become a business sponsor, contact Deacon Mark, 515-223-1150, 515-223-1150. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym as we're underway here in the second half and a, a three-pointer up and good by Dowling Catholic. And that was Ryan Kleppe for his six-point of the night. 38-36, Ankeny by two. And, uh, Jimmy, I think I owe you some uh, field goals. And for Dowling, they had four twos in that second quarter. 
and three threes Got it. as we complete our first half statistics. The other way we go, and a whistle and a foul on Dowling. They're going to get Colin Clark for his second foul, and that's the uh, second foul in, in a minute. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo here at the Dowling Gym, the boys' contest. Earlier tonight, the Dowling girls, a 51-48 win over Ankeny, and now Ankeny boys with the basketball, and a shot by Devin Akers is good. That is his eighth point. And the Hawks now up four, 40 to 36, under seven minutes left here in the third quarter. And Jimmy, we get a moment. Go ahead and rattle off those first half statistics for Dowling with the ball. Inside, a shot up and off the rim, no good. Tough luck that time for Riddick Metten. Did everything right, but they put the ball in the hole. Rebound yeah, Ankeny. He does such a, a great job with the with the move, and he gets some contact, but doesn't get the foul. Now a Geary in transition, top of the key. His three is no good. Rebound comes out to Dowling, and now Kleppe loses on the baseline. They say it went off of, of the Hawks. Go ahead. You know, you look at the, the, the shooting for both teams and just out of character shot the ball very well. For the Maroons, they went 10 of 18 from the field and uh, 4 of 11 from the three-point arc. For Ankeny, uh, they go 6 of 11 from the field, which is out of characteristic for their shooting percentage, and 6 for 11 threes. So we've got six threes out of Ankeny, 14 total rebounds for the Hawks, seven turnovers for the Maroons, nine total rebounds, and just two turnovers. Dowling underneath, Sheck's shot no good, offensive rebound. Dowling to put back up and good. The basket will count by Ryan Kleppe and a foul on Ankeny. And Kleppe has five of his eight points here in the third quarter. We talked about Kleppe uh, against Southeast Polk earlier in the week that he's he certainly started to come into his own after having a couple starts. And uh, and certainly the activity that Kleppe brings to the lineup has been really positive since, since he's been moved to the starting lineup. Kleppe can cut the Ankeny lead to one. He does. Free throw good for Ryan Kleppe, who had three points at halftime, he now has nine. He has six points in the first uh, minute 45 of the third quarter. And Dowling trails by one, 40 to 39. Hawks with the basketball. Carson Johnson underneath. His shot is up and good, and he draws the foul. The basket will count, and a foul will be on Kleppe of Dowling. Or Davis Sheck, Davis excuse Sheck, me. Uh, draws the foul, and Sheck did everything he could to keep in front of him and keep the body contact. But uh, Carson Johnson, very talented young man, going hard to the basket and drawing the foul. And the free throw good. Carson Johnson, Jimmy played with three fouls in that second quarter, or, or picked up his third foul in the second quarter, and he had to sit in the bench. He now has nine points for the Hawks. And Dowling with the ball. Now ball deflected, and Metten travels with the basketball after he uh, gathered the ball in off the deflection and traveled. So set up play for De David Sheck, and uh, it just shows the height of Akers yeah. getting a hand in the face. And, and well after the ball was released, gets the block. Uh, but uh, Metten met getting, getting the rebound there and then forcing a turnover. Now a long three, good from the top of the key by Carson Johnson, and that is his 12th point. Seventh three-pointer by Ankeny in this game has certainly helped keep them, uh, you know, pushing the lead to, to five, seven. Seven-point lead for Ankeny, and now Drew Morrow gets loose in the lane. He shot up and good. He now has 17 points, 46-41. Ankeny by five. Maroons come back with their zone defense. They work to the corner to Schooler. Inside to Akers, back to Schooler. Schooling, rather, and the Hawks now will reset with 15 on the shot clock. They work in the corner to Akers. They rotate over to Ward. Won't shoot the three. Back to Akers. 10 on the shot clock. Akers looked inside, and the ball off of Ward deflects off of him, and now they... Bounce the ball off of Morrow with four on the shot you clock. You can see how Ankeny has attacked Dowling's zone defenses is skipping the pass. 
uh, from one side of the court to the other, really making the Maroons move around in their defense, but trying to find that top of the key, which uh, which has been open in the past, and, and Carson Johnson's hit a couple of them. Now the Hawks hit that diagonal pass, and now underneath, and a fallaway jumper no good by Aguirre for Ankeny. Rebound Dowling. Maroons in transition. Drew Morrow with a shot no good. Follow up by Metten, can't do it, and rebound by Akers and Ankeny. Hawks have it. They go right to left towards the south basket here at Dowling. Ankeny in their dark uniforms in the lane. A shot up and no good by Carson Johnson, but he draws the foul against Dowling, and that'll be on Metten, his third. So Johnson will go to yeah. the free throw line. He's been there twice already tonight, rather once, and he'll get two free throws here. He has 12 points. The foul, the foul trouble uh, found. Riddick early in the first half and was sitting most of this first half and getting the third foul here in the second, uh, early in the second half. He's probably going to find his way, and he is finding his way to the bench. Nice game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Scaffolding's Formal Wear, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Construction Professionals. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo here on Iowa Catholic Radio as we simulcast with the CISN crew tonight, CISN.TV on the live stream as the free throw is good by Johnson. So Carson Johnson picking up scoring here. He has 14 points. And Dowling trails by seven. Cluppy with it to Nianji. Top of the key looking for a cutter. Dribble handoff. Dante Cataldo kicks it back out. This is Sheck in the lane. Left good. Nice pass from Cataldo to Davis Sheck, who dribbled, penetrated, and scored. Davis Sheck showing a lot of athleticism on that dribble drive. Got up the high as the rim and, and finished. Here's Carson Johnson. And boy, is he ever heating up. Yeah. Timeout Ankeny. Johnson with his 16th point. And we've got a full timeout, I believe. We'll take one with him. Our score, Ankeny 50, Dowling 43. 4.02 left to go third quarter here on Iowa Catholic Radio and the Central Iowa Sports Network. I feel like we're lost in this woods. And why is my boyfriend up in a tree? It doesn't matter. Who could be against choice? Depends on the choice. And what did you do with our compass? What about the rights of my conscience? Does your conscience recognize the right thing to do? Watch. I'm choosing to prune the branch off this tree. But it's the one you're sitting on. Ah! Choice is a means, not an end. Form your conscience to make good choices. You'll be glad you did. Looks like I need to choose a different boyfriend. Ouch. A message from Iowa Catholic Radio. Hi, this is Matt Wilkham from Iowa Catholic Radio. We hear so many stories from listeners about the impact this station is having on their lives. Like Angela, who says, I listen first thing in the morning because it starts my day on the right foot by hearing the gospel. Friends, in this season of giving, how about offering the gift of hope through Iowa Catholic Radio? To make a tax-deductible donation to our year-end appeal, just click on the banner at iowacatholicradio.com or call 515-223-1150. Thank you for your support. Hey, welcome back to the Dowling Gym. Mark Hamadil, Jimmy Cataldo here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN as we simulcast tonight's girls and boys basketball doubleheader from Dowling's home opener. Yes, we go all the way into December. Here is Drew Morrow for three. It's no good. Rebound Dowling. Kleppy offensive board. Put back up. To, didn't get it. And Nianji with the put back up and good. The basket will count and a foul on Ankeny. And that'll be on Nolan Morrison, his first. The Maroons finding themselves around the basket, attacking the basket, both Kleppy and, and Nianji on that, and uh, and finding themselves with a little bit of success, cutting the lead to five, hopefully four. And Nianji's free throw, good. Andrew 
with his 10th point. First time he's been in double figures. And it's 50 to 46. Ankeny by four. Hawks with the basketball. Let's see if Dowling goes to uh, back to their zone here in their next possession. Well, during that timeout, the, the coaches got together and tried to figure out, okay, what's the best way to slow down Carson, Carson Johnson? Johnson? Yeah, long three by Aguirre is no good. And that's right, let somebody else shoot it. Aguirre right. misses. And don't forget, Aguirre started out strong. He had eight points at halftime. So you got Aguirre or Carson Johnson on this depleted Ankeny team by injury and ineligibility. Dowling with the ball, trailing by four. Here's Nyangi. Backing up against Aguirre. Left-handed shot up. Off balance, no good. Ball tipped out of bounds off Nyangi. It'll be Ankeny basketball. So the Hawks now will re-enter their starting center, Devin Akers, 6'6", junior, along with Drew Trimble. Akers certainly has been a presence underneath the basket, but uh, but the in-and-out game that Carson Johnson has to uh, pose against the Maroons certainly has been an issue. But looking to face guard Johnson with Kleppe. All right, corner three by Trimble is no good. Offensive rebound. Well, Aguirre had it, and it was taken away by Kleppe. Ryan will dribble in the front court for Dowling. Dribbles baseline and draws the foul. A blocking foul called on Ankeny. Heads up play by Ryan Kleppe. He's kind of got a knack for this game, starting Certainly. to pick it up. Well, you know, we talked about, what, two games ago that Kleppe seemed to hesitate a lot in his shots, and, and they were certainly there. And we thought that it would come, that comfort level would come as, as he got more minutes. And certainly he is finding a lot of comfort in his game, uh, taking ball hard to the basket, drawing the foul there. All right, Davis Sheck will come out and in for this first time in the second half. Joey Coppola, who played a little bit in the first half, didn't score, coming off a back injury. Now backdoor cut by Catalo. It's blocked out of bounds by Akers, or blocked into the hands of uh, Ankeny to Drew Trimble. Didn't go out of bounds. Good save by Trimble. Hawks with it. Here's Aguirre with it. Leaves it for Carson Johnson for three. No good. One of his rare misses, Jimmy. I One believe. of the rare misses by Ankeny in <laughs> he, general on that. He has been shooting lights out here in the second half. 50-46. to 46. Ankeny by four as we approach the two-minute mark here in the third quarter. From uh, a very packed Dowling gym. And Nianji for three. Catch and shoot good. How about that? 13 points for the senior. It's certainly what they saw a lot of, uh, of Andrew Nianji over the summer. And, and into the fall uh, is, is his ability to play this game. And oh. he's kind of had some trouble there, but now is finding his, his feet in this game, certainly for the Maroons. Now Kleppe picks up his third foul. Out of bounds to Ankeny. So team foul number four on Dowling. We'll make that number five on Dowling and three on the Hawks. Maroons so. are going very small with this lineup with Cataldo, Frerix, Capola, and Drew Morrow. Yes, they are. And their only size is really Andrew Nyangi. So be interesting how they're going to take care of acres on this hawks inbound the ball as they get it to carson johnson johnson leading Ankeny and scoring with 16 points now finds maddox ward fall away three in front of the Ankeny bench no good ball slapped around and johnson gets maddox ward gets his own rebound going against cataldo cataldo holds his own to steal great job by dante on that he just held his own and became a wall. Staying and, square. And didn't reach. Didn't reach. That's what uh, got it the turnover. Turnover by the Hawks. Now Drew Marlow in the lane. Spins. Gets a head fake. A shot up. And good. The basket will or will not count. I think they're giving him the bat. No, I think they're going to give. Uh, they're look, uh, officials eyeing each other. They they're going to count it. it. Whistling a foul on Cash Schoolin. That's his second foul. And Drew Marlow with an up and under and up. 
Scores his 19th point. Now he'll go to the free throw line for an and one. Make it 20. Maroons have quietly cut into this lead, this lead by Ankeny and has quietly taken the lead uh, here late in the third quarter. Maroons up two with a minute 15 left. This is Southeast Polk all over again. Dowling right. trailed at halftime. Kind of back and forth in the third quarter. Took the lead late. And Dowling with a two-point lead, as you mentioned, Jimmy. Now underneath, and that is a Gary with the shot up and good. Leo with his first basket for Ankeny in the second half. That's his 10 point. And the foul is on Andrew Nianji. It's it's a little bit of the mismatch that uh, Leo Gary presents. He's such a strong body. And uh, backed in Dante down to the block and, and uh, just couldn't get around him and completed the, the N1. And the free throw, no good by Aguirre. One of the few misses. Yeah. Well, he's two for four tonight at the line. He has ten points. And one minute left to go here in the third quarter. 52 all, Dowling and Ankeny. Girls game came down to the final moment. So does the boys, it looks like. Aguirre underneath, and he has the ball taken away from him. Stolen away by Maddox Ward. Ward can't get off a shot. He'll leave it for Akers. Now to Ward, a little two-person game on the right side. Now Schoolin in the lane. His shot up and good. The basket will count. A foul on Drew Marl of Dowling. That'll be Drew's second. And Schoolin with a nice move. That's his 11th point. Ankeny's just meeting Dowling's uh, physicality, taking the ball hard to the basket. The Maroons are trying to use their body and their strength to keep position. They're just they're losing that battle as they are taking it to the basket. And Schoolin's free throw, no good. All of a sudden, Ankeny going ice cold up the line. They missed their last two free throws. Rebound Dowling. Frerichs in the lane tomorrow. Out to Nianji. Fakes the three. Now goes down the lane. Layup with the right hand. Good. He went right around the junior, Devin Akers. And Nianji with his 15th point. That's a career high. Well, Andrew's uh, uh, ability to make the three-point basket has really brought Akers away from the, uh, 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 the lane, which allowed him to open up that dribble drive. Shot clock is turned off. Ten seconds remaining here in the third quarter. Tied at 54. With the basketball, Carson Johnson in the lane. Goes against uh, Nianchi. He puts it off the glass. Good. Impressive. Nice. Impressive take by Johnson. Uh, drawing some body, some contact. Not getting the foul, but yet finishing the layup uh, by Johnson with 18 points in the, through, through uh, three quarters. Wow. And we've come to the end of three quarters of play with the score. Ankeny 56, Dowling 54 in the CIML Matchup here at the Dowling Gym. We'll return with the fourth quarter alongside Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadale here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and CISN.TV. Weekdays at 5 p.m., it's Catholic Answers, a live call-in program to offer Catholics and non-Catholics a chance to talk with world-class apologists and theologians. Catholic Answers, live on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, connecting listeners with Christ. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610, ashworthvision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, this is Father Chris Hartshorn from Sacred Heart Parish in West Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. We're back here at the Dowling Gym underway in the fourth quarter. Maroons working inside, and a shot up and no good by Davis Sheck, but he was fouled, and the foul will be on Cash 
Schoolin, and that'll be his third foul. Dowling outscored Ankeny in the third quarter, Jimmy, 21-20. Both teams putting up a lot of numbers. I know you're still totaling up the uh, scoring as free throw is no good by Davis Sheck, who has eight points in the contest. But, uh, yeah, 21-20. Oh, my goodness. A lot, a lot of shots were put up in the third quarter by both teams, and certainly uh, you know, Dowling made a fair share of theirs, and, and Ankeny cooled off a little bit from the three-point arc. Hawks outscored Dowling 20 to 17 in the second quarter, and now the Hawks work it and shooting and scoring is Leo Aguirre again, and that is his 12th point. So he'd be. He'd I think Aguirre's seeing that, that he has the mismatch and the strength with a smaller lineup with the Maroons and taking the ball hard to the basket. Certainly does, and now Dowling underneath to Nianji. A great recognition by Drew Morrow gets the assist, and Nianji with a career high 17 points to lead Dowling. Certainly filling it is, is Andrew and. and Something that you need out of the Maroons. Somebody with height who can score. Ankeny with the basketball. Dowling stays man-to-man for now. 58-56. Ankeny by two. Carson Johnson dribble penetrates. Can't get off a shot. Leaves for Maddox Ward. And now nearly over and back, but saved nicely by Nolan Morrison, who's in there for the Hawks. 6-1 junior. Now a long three by Maddox. Ward good with five on the shot clock. Ward with his first three points of the night. Uh, Pola comes off his man on the dribble drive, which what you got to do to help out. And you don't expect the guy you're guarding to make a shot five, six feet away from the three-point line. Hawks by five, 61-56. Six and a half minutes left to go fourth quarter. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo, Dowling with the basketball. Davis Sheck to Drew Morrow. Andrew Nianji steps on the base sideline actually Ankeny with this near steal and Nolan Morrison stepping on the sideline in front of the Dowling student section over there out of bounds to Dowling and now we've got changes Nianji, Cataldo and Morrow check out for the Maroons Clark will check back in Davis check Joey Coppola also in there Kleppy Klepp, came in Kleppy with three fouls re-enters and then Metten re-enters yeah. with three fouls Riddick Metten so this is uh Maroons figure they're going to get the most out of them until they get their fourth foul and then they'll do the substitution pattern. Here's Metten with it. These are for Kleppy. Ryan down the lane with the left side. Off-balance shot, no good. Fight for the rebound and cleared out of there by Ankeny and Cash Shulin. Hawks in transition. Here's Aguirre. Aguirre guarded by Sheck, and they're going to get Sheck for a reaching foul. And that's a mismatch in its own right. Sheck at 5'11", yeah. against 6'3", Geary. It's just that, you know, the, the, the switching that the Maroons man-to-man defense has, you're going to find... Many different mismatches, and that's where you found that. That's why Dowling's zone defense has been so so uh, uh, good for them. So Aguirre. To, to keep those mismatches away. At the free throw line, first free throw is good. We'll get one more, 13 points for Aguirre. That is team foul number five, or rather number eight on Dowling. Five team fouls on the Hawks. Timeouts, Dowling has all five of theirs remaining. Ankeny with three. Second free throw is no good. Gary tonight, three of six at the line. Rebound out to Dowling. Maroons trail by six. There's Sheck with it in the lane. And up and under. Shot up, no good. Tip, no good. And a rebound out to Ankeny and Schoolin. One of those one of those baskets certainly needed to convert on, and uh, Sheck came up a little bit short. There's Carson Johnson in the lane. Nearly tied up by Klepp. It is stolen away by Dowling and Coppola. Here's Joey Coppola, the junior in the lineup to Kleppy. He picks up his dribble. This is the Metten, and Dowling will reset. 20 on the shot clock. Capola right side on the baseline, and he's cut off and fouled 
by Maddox Warden. That'll be his second. Out of bounds to Dowling. Team foul number six on Ankeny. You watch, you watch Joey Coppola move out there, and you can see some of those subtle, quick moves. There's a little bit of a of a nerve wrench into his back, and so he's going to go to the bench. I think Coach Steele King sees a little bit of that as well. Here's Kleppy with it on the inbounds play. Dowling with brand-new shot clock. Here's Drew Morrow back in the lineup. In the lane, layup no good, and rebounded by Ankeny and Akers. The other way we go, and we've got that's a warning on uh, Coach Steele King. It's not a technical foul, just saying, hey, so don't you be uh, doing anything there, I never Dad. got warned. I mean, I, I, I. You sit in the press box during well, football there, games. There's so should... many penalties that were thrown against me, and I, not one time I warned. You've never earned one of them, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, just a warning on uh, Coach Steele King, and we play on. Anking with the basketball, 20 on the shot clock. A Geary for three, in and out, no good. Offensive rebound, schooling. He's played a pretty good second half. Dowling comes away with it. Nianji with it in the front court to Sheck. Davis with it. Dowling will set their offense. Now Kleppe wants to drive baseline. Can't. Gets it out to Clark. Now they work it to Nianji on the baseline. Out to Kleppe for three. Up and in and out. No good. And a rebound. Ankeny and Devin Akers. Both teams have done a little bit cold here in the fourth quarter. And Empty certainly possessions. Some, certainly some baskets that, that uh, both teams are missing out there. Empty possessions. And if you're behind, that's even more prevalent. Ankeny's going to run the shot clock down. 4.15 to go. Fourth quarter. Ankeny 62, Dowling 56 on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN as we simulcast our radio with their live stream tonight. Glad you could join us along the network. Now Ankeny with the ball, and this is Carson Johnson. The lane is shot up and Good, they're going to wave it off. A charging foul called on Carson Johnson. And who was the man on the spot there for Dowling? Nyangi. Nyangi held, held his own. Looked like, looked like uh, Carson got a little bit off to the side, but but uh, Andrew Nyangi got squared up enough to call the charge, get the charge. All right, timeout on the floor by Dowling. So we will take it with him. A full timeout. Our score, 62-56. Ankeny leads Dowling here at the Dowling Gym with just under four minutes to play in the fourth quarter. Back in one minute on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and CISN.TV. Monday through Friday at 3 p.m., it's Cresta in the Afternoon. Speaker and author Al Cresta looks at life through the lens of Scripture and the teaching of the Catholic Church, providing conversation about the things that matter most. Cresta in the Afternoon on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ every day with people like you. Hi, I'm Lana Fogue, member of St. Anthony Catholic Parish in Des Moines. Thanks for listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM KWKY Des Moines, 94.5 FM K233BT Des Moines, 88.5 FM KIHS Adel. Online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. And while we were away, Dowling with the basketball, they tried to get it inside to Colin Clark. The ball was tipped away, and 
as Ankeny came away with a turnover, a foul in the backcourt on Drew Marl, and that'll be his third. Marlson with three fouls, Sheck with three fouls, Kleppi with three fouls. Ninth total team foul on, on, on the Maroons, so the next foul by the Maroons. Double bonus with three minutes, 40 seconds to go in the game. Maroons down seven. 14 points now for Leo Aguirre. He was the one that was fouled, and he makes both free throws, so 15 points for Leo. Ankeny's lead is now nine, now eight, 64-56. Hawks with 3.40 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Aguirre for, th or rather, Dowling for three, and it's no good by Nianji, and a rebound cleared out of there by Ankeny and Cash Shulin. And I've called his name a lot here in the third, or second half. Shulin, kind of quiet in that first half, but he has come to play for the Hawks. Now an illegal screen called on Shulin, just as I give him credit, he commits the illegal screen. You know, it just shows you how how good you are with your, you know, some of the things that you say and do and what comes back to bite you. Uh, <laughs> Keep saying it, Mark. Well, you know. I, I have my brother is up in Ankeny, so he gets all the grief and, you know, the things that I oh. say, they'll come through him. Dowling inbounds the ball, and they throw it away. Trimble with – picks up a turnover and a timeout called by Ankeny. This will be a full one, so we'll take it with them. 3.15 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Ankeny, 64, Dowling, 56. The Hawks will have the basketball when we return here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and CISN.TV. This is a Young Catholic Minute. If someone's really suffering, why can't we just put them out of their misery? Because every life is sacred. When do we get the idea that we have a right to die? Not from our nature for self-preservation, not from our Constitution's right to life, not from God who has come that we might have life. So why would anyone choose death? We know that God has made us for fullness of life, and when we suffer, it feels like that gets in the way. So it makes sense that we'd want to get rid of our suffering to return to that fullness of life. What euthanasia does instead is get rid of life to end suffering. But the whole point of ending suffering was so that we could have life. Still, knowing this doesn't necessarily make our suffering easier, but God lets us offer it for the good of others, just as Christ did. As you offer your suffering back to Christ, He hears your deep prayer of resignation to His will. And there is huge miracle potential in that, whether for you or somebody else. So as hard as it may be in practice, your grandmother was right. Offer it up. For more Young Catholic Minutes, youngcatholicminute.com. At noon, Monday through Friday, the, the Catholic doctor tuition is in. organization Dr. provides tuition assistance for Support families for Iowa to Catholic send their Radio kids. Was provided by Skeppington's Formal Wear in business since 1950. Hey, we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo, fourth quarter. Ankeny with the basketball, leading 64-56 over Dowling in this CIML conference game at the Dowling Gym and the Hawks now trying to work the shot clock and they're going to take as much time as they can off the shot clock here, Jimmy. You know, the beauty about the shot clock is that you don't have to press your defense so hard because when you press your defense, you give, you give a, a, a dribble drive to the opponent. Oh. There's Aguirre getting loose and he shoots and scores. That is his 17th point of the night for Leo. Check that, 18 points and it's Ankeny by 10. This is the Hawks' largest lead of the night. 2.35 left. Now Nianji gets loose, and he missed the shot off the glass. No good. Rebound comes out to Ankeny, and the Hawks now trying to put this one away here at the Dowling Gym. Maroon's got to overcome a 10-point lead. Now you've got to extend your defense because the shot clock is going to work against you because every time they hold that ball, it's 35 seconds. Especially and now an offensive foul on Aguirre. Great job by Kleppi. If it was on Kleppi, it would have been his fifth foul. 
but he held his own, and Ryan draws the offensive charge, and Aguirre with his second foul. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a, this is a spot where, you know, three-point shots, a three-point shot by the Maroons would, would, be, would be big or get a quick two if you can. So Dowling will sit down Colin Clark. Dante Cataldo will check in. Sheck will dribble it up for Dowling. Davis Sheck with it on the left side. Out to Nianji. Tomorrow for three. Top of the key. Good. Oh. How about that? Drew Morrow with his 23rd point. And that is his first three of or points of the fourth quarter, Jimmy. Well, it's, it's, it was the three-point shot that, you know, you, you hope to get in that situation. And now you got to play some defense, hope for a turnover. Ankeny with the basketball, 19 on the shot clock. They're going to let it go as far as they can. 66-59 Hawks, minute 40 to go. Now 10 on the shot clock. They skip pass over to Trimble into Aguirre underneath. They let him go. Layup is no good. Rebound, Aganji. Moon's got a break there. And now down court. Sheck with the basket or attempt. It's no good. Missed the layup. Rebound, Ankeny, and the Maroons have had their chances there. One you needed at that, at that situation. Now we got a timeout, Ankeny, and we'll see what Coach Carlson has a 30. If we'll keep it if it's 30, and if it's a full, we will. This will be a 30-second timeout, says Jerry Kinder. We'll keep it here. A minute 15 to go, fourth quarter, 66-59. Ankeny leading Dowling, and the Maroons are running out of time and playing catch-up down seven. They're running out of time, but. Ankeny's taking advantage of the mismatches that they have. Is, is you know Gary has been a big problem for for several of the kids uh, guarding him tonight. Is his strength and his ability to post the the, the, the smaller and uh, uh, maroons up and, and getting the ball to the basket has certainly uh, put, produced 18 points out of Gary. Our thanks to our CISN crew. They include our on-site producer Justin Wolber upstairs, along with Pete Tarpey and Aaron Brady working the cameras. Jennifer Phelps in the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios. Appreciate her and what she does for Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadell alongside Jimmy Cataldo. And, of course, Scott Babinett joined me for the girls' game. Our thanks to Dental Associates, Construction Professionals, and Ashworth Vision on the Iowa Catholic Radio side. And now Ankeny will inbound the ball, leading by seven. The Maroons now have to amp their defense up. Both teams with nine fouls. And now a near steal by Dowling and a whistle and a foul on Morrow. <laughs> he said, me? He said, yep. Drew picks up his fourth foul. And double bonus now for the Hawks on every Dowling foul. The Moons will go a little offense defense here. Aguirre back to the line. You know, Ankeny hasn't missed many free throws and certainly has produced enough points to push this uh, lead to 7-8. To First free throw by Aguirre is good. Tonight's game in Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Mercy One. The Catholic Tuition Organization and Skeffington's Formal Wear. Our next broadcast will be a boys-only contest this Thursday night here at the Dowling Gym as Aguirre hits the second free throw and hits his 20th point. It'll be Dowling and Iowa City West, one of the top 10 teams in Class 4A is Iowa City West. They'll come to town. Long three by Kleppe misses the mark. Out of bounds to the Hawks with 55 seconds remaining. The Maroons go a little offense defense. So we'll be on the air this Thursday, December 22nd. Dowling hosting Iowa City West. They're ranked ninth in the Class 4A poll. 6:15 pregame, 6:30 tip-off here on Iowa Catholic Radio Thursday night. And here come the Cooks, McCaffrey, yeah, and the Earls. Uh, all Iowa ties. 
I got some homework for you too, Mr. Cataldo, as a whistle and a foul is on. Davis Sheck, his fourth. Free throws coming for Ankeny and Devin Akers. And Ankeny gets a much needed win as free throw is good by Akers. He now has nine points. Akers just a 59, uh, oh, that's not right. 75% free throw shooter. There's a look at, uh, if that's yours to keep. It's, 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 it's like, you know, you don't work. I mean, I, I hope the director of the election office I like using colors because I know you, you figure out stuff. I see your color-coded codes. Now Marl <laughs> has the ball underneath. <laughs> Shot up a guy. I'm just giving you some help. For yeah. Thursday night, I know you're looking for work, and, you know, I figured, you know, I'd, I'd help you out a little bit. One thing you got to appreciate, and I've talked about, is the <laughs> research I do. I, I, I have a lot of time on my hands right now to do research, and I come well prepared. That, that looks like note cards from grade school. We I have mean. to do more than five minutes of pregame. <laughs> Free throw. You see how much time they gave us? <laughs> we got to do post-game girls, yep. and then a two-minute break, and then we come back with our pregame. We get seven minutes, of which you, got, you get a minute. So, you know, Marl's free throw is no good. Trying to help you out. He has 23 points tonight. Dowling's record will fall to two and four. Free throw I, you know, good. I mean, it's a 10-point game with, with 43 seconds. And, I mean, my, you're already caused, called this a, a loss. Well, I, my goodness. That's, they, it's they, not, but it's guys 10. are not in the press box during football because, Mike, that's <laughs> taboo. We don't, we don't say that. Um, we we those, fight to the end. See your, your yeah. son's friends over there? Yeah. What number is he tonight? He's wearing number uh, two. They're all leaving. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I give it up to the Maroons, their first home home game in, in the entire season. Great crowd on a Friday night. What an atmosphere. Absolutely. Start out with the girls' game. and Yeah. A lot, a lot of students were just <laughs> in the whole student section. I mean, you wonder what's going on outside. You got to get their cars brushed back off. In the day, back in the day when the student section cleared out, there was something going on. So, I don't think that's <laughs> going on. Think I think they're just – I think they Maybe wanna, they said dollar pizza. Well, they might be going to uh, our good friend here in the concession stand. Uh, right. He might be giving it away. Now the Hawks move the ball down court and a layup up and good by Cass Schoolin. What a great pass that time by Ankeny. Schoolin with his 13th point. And it's 72-60. And Nianchi for three. And it's good. 20 points for Andrew. That's his third three of the night. 72-63, Ankeny by nine, 27 seconds. And now a quick foul by Dowling. And free throws coming for the Hawks in Maddox Ward. It would be interesting how many, uh, you know, when we tally all these up, what Ankeny did at the free throw line. It seems like they've spent most of the second half at the free throw line. Well, they were 8 of 11 at the line. First free throw good by Ward. He has four points tonight. We're 8 of 11 going into the fourth quarter. And this will be their 10th attempt. Free throw good. By Ward, he has five points, and they've missed two. So they're 8 out of 10. So they're 16 out of 21 tonight. In the lane, Marl's free throw, or Marl's lap, no good. Tipped by Niangi, no good. Outlet pass and a slam dunk. No, misses the slam dunk as uh, Ankeny and uh, Cash Schoolin and a whistle and a foul on the Hawks. This will be on a Geary. 
That'll be his third, and free throws coming for Davis Sheck. Keep going to the line, well, my yeah, friend. Well, uh, Davis is sitting there, and uh, Schoolin's hanging on the rim, and, <laughs> and uh, Gary comes out of nowhere. And they're all lucky he didn't get a technical right? foul, but he was protecting himself from the contact, so that's legal. As long as you don't pull yourself up on the rim, and that's automatic technical foul. And you would know a whole lot about that, I'm sure, right? I do. Pulling I do. yourself up at the rim. and. And, and we, we, have back, we had a backyard uh, hoop I don't that a few of your friends came over, and I, I showed them how to do it. I don't think First you've free seen throw the good. rim jumping off a chair. But that's okay. <laughs> you know, folks like us. Both free throws good by Sheck. I'm going to ask Babinat if he can do both games now. <laughs> <laughs> 74-65, by 9 with 10 seconds to go, and that'll do it. Congratulations to uh, head coach Brant Carlson, the Hawks now. Snap a two-game losing streak. They improve their record to three and four. Dowling's record falls to two and four. And it's 74-65, the final. Ankeny over Dowling. And uh, the Hawks split a doubleheader here at the Dowling Gym. Dowling girls ranked 11th, defeated number seven Ankeny, 51-48 in game one. And in game two, it was, it was Ankeny boys defeating Dowling 74-65 alongside uh, Jimmy Cataldo, Mark Amadell. Jimmy, we'll let you uh, kind of summarize. Use well, some of these notes to summarize, and I I'll, I'll total. Notes, but, but, <laughs> but just kind of what you see, you know, you come into this game, and you had to feel very good if you were the Maroons. We talked about it uh, in pregame is with the injuries and the graduation uh, that, that Ankeny had. They were a very beatable team tonight. But where the Maroons, you know, fell, fell short is, is in the physicality of, of, of the game. When you looked defensively and – you know, when you look at uh, Gary and you look at Akers, uh, certainly their presence around the lane and in the lane certainly caused problems for the Maroons. And then Carson Johnson hitting fire in the second half really started to to break the game wide open. And the Maroons held out as, as well as they could. But those are two areas, I think, when you look at at, at the tape where the Maroons say, you know what, we got to get tougher, uh, certainly are in and around the lane and, and certainly do a better job covering the three-point line. No question about it, and uh, Ankeny uh, tonight had uh, three players in double figures, led by Leo Aguirre with 20 points, Carson Johnson with 18, and uh, Cash Schoolin, 6'3", junior, got the start with 13 points. Rounding out scoring for Ankeny, nine points for uh, Devin Akers, and five points for Maddox Ward. So all five starters contribute to the uh, Ankeny cause. The Hawks went 16-21 from the free throw line for Dowling Catholic. The Maroons were led by Drew Marles, 24 points, and he was followed by Davis Sheck, or rather with uh, Andrew Nyangi with 20 points. Davis Sheck with 10, so Dowling with three players in double figures. And then rounding out scoring, we had nine points for uh, Ryan Kleppe. Davis Sheck I mentioned with 10 points, and Dante Cataldo with two points. Dowling nine, Dowling seven of 12 at the free throw line. And the final, once again, Ankeny 74, Dowling 65. We'll total up the statistics with Jimmy Cataldo. When we return, we'll take a one-minute break and come back with final thoughts from the Dowling gym tonight. And again, Ankeny boys defeat Dowling 74-65 here at Dowling. And we'll take a break, come back with our post-game show here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN.TV. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, 
Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from businesses and organizations who share in the mission of connecting listeners to Christ while connecting you to their products and services they provide. To learn more and support the businesses and organizations who support the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, visit iowacatholicradio.com to view our business sponsors. If you'd like more information on how your business or organization can become a business sponsor, contact Deacon Mark, 515-223-1150, 515-223-1150. And welcome back to the post-game show here on Iowa Catholic Radio and CISN. We're on TV, so wave to them. Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo, as uh, family members here. Yes. I, I see you dressed up for the TV occasion. Uh, thank you, Jimmy. They, 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 that's why we're in front and not behind the camera. I mean, that's it's just they don't want us anywhere near. Leave well, that for Wade Lookenbill the other night. Yeah, I have some pictures of that. Uh, B.J. Shaman and Wade Lookenbill do the uh, – uh, the Mediacom game, and uh, I didn't realize you bugged w- Wade Lukenbill as much as you did bug him because uh, I thought he was kind of annoyed. Maybe, maybe not. Well, I do that to some people, but, you know, I, <coughs> I have fun. Present you know, company yourself. included. Yeah. <laughs> right. I can testify to that. All right, what's the numbers? Dowling uh, on the short end tonight. It was Ankeny 74, Dowling 65 here on CISN and Iowa Catholic Radio. you got some of the uh, – got the numbers in between the numbers, right? In between. So, unofficially, <laughs> the Maroons have gone 17 of 39 from the field. For 43%, so not a bad shooting night. It's just uh, got a little cold on that in that fourth quarter. Uh, from the three-point arc, 8 of 19 for 42%. 22 total rebounds for the Maroon and just five turnovers. For Ankeny, uh, inside, the, inside the arc uh, from the field, 15 of 29 uh, for 60. Uh, 15 of 24 for 62%. 8 of 18 from three-point arc, 44%. 26 total rebounds and nine turnovers for the Ankeny Hawks. And, you know, certainly, as, as, as you look at, at, at the points in the paint, uh, certainly just just outmatched, uh, you know, the Maroons uh, in, in in their physicality and their, their ability to get to the get to the rim. And 62% is, is way above their season average uh, for Ankeny. And uh, and you know, I'm not sure how many points from the free throw line, but uh, certainly you add those up, and uh, that's I, I think that was the difference in the game. Well, you mentioned the free throws. You mentioned it before the break. Ankeny went 16 of 21 at the free throw line, including 8 for 10 in the fourth quarter to seal the, the game away. Dowling went 7 of 12 at the free throw line. As the Maroons had three players in double figures, led by Drew Marles, 24 points. But uh, Andrew Nianji didn't get the start, came off the bench, had 20 points uh, for the Maroons in a supporting role. Davis Sheck with 10 points and 9 points for Ryan Kleppe and your son, uh, Dante finishing with two points. For Ankeny, they had three players in double figures led by Carson Johnson, or rather, yeah, Carson Johnson with uh, 18 points, Leo Aguirre with 20 points, and 13 points for Cash Shulin. And he had uh, most of those points in the first half. He had nine to start with, finished with 13. Maddox Ward with five, and the big guy, Devin Akers for Ankeny with uh, nine points. These two teams will play each other as they will in the CIML. Everybody plays each other twice. Last year it was one time and with some, some of the games, and this year it will be twice. So, Jimmy, that will wrap it up. Any final comments? We'll talk to you on Thursday night as uh, Iowa City West, uh, ranked number nine in Class 4A, takes on Dowling Catholic here at the Dowling Gym. Well, you, you look at the Maroons. You got what you, you expected of Drew Morrow, 24 points, but Nyangi certainly is, is a highlight offensively. 
getting 20. You're, you're just looking for those additional scores. And the Maroons found found it in, in Nyangi tonight. Uh, Sheck, you know, with nine, a little bit more. But Metten uh, having foul trouble. Uh, he's a guy that, that uh, you need some points in the paint. And certainly his, his presence or lack thereof uh, hurt you a little bit in the defensive side because, you know, Ankeny had, had everything they wanted inside the paint, and, and they converted many of those shots. So, again, you look at the tape, and I think you got to get a little bit tougher inside inside the paint, especially when you're undersized. you got to find some strength in, in, in the way you front or or, uh, or allow guys to post up on you and looking for that help. But hand it to Ankeny. Carson Johnson hit some big shots. Ward hit some big shots from the outside. The, or, uh, Aguirre taking the ball to the basket uh, certainly uh, capitalized in this win. And the Maroons uh, came back. They actually took the lead in the third quarter. We talked a little about that, but Ankeny you know, staved off every Dowling rally. They hit a big shot when they needed to, whether it be uh, an Aguirre or a Schoolin or a Carson Johnson after the Maroons took the lead momentarily. It, it's just the margin of error. And, and, and we, you know, we talked about it, how Ankeny quietly went out in the lead in the first half and then the, then the Maroons taking the lead in the second half. It just seemed so quiet. And, and uh, it, it's that margin of error where the Maroons took advantage of some misses by Ankeny. And then when the Maroons went cold and, and Ankeny's you know, strategy was to get the ball down low, they started to pull away from the Maroons, and uh, they just got to find their, their way for four quarters, and it just they came up short tonight in the paint. All right, and we want to thank everybody involved with our broadcast tonight, including the uh, CISN crew, Justin Wolver, Pete Tarpey, Aaron Brady. Our thanks to uh, Jennifer Phelps on the uh, Iowa Catholic Radio side. And for Scott Babinett, Jimmy, thank you. And uh, we'll see you Thursday night. It'll be our final game before the holidays. And uh, thanks for all you do. And uh, we'll see you on Thursday. Well, let's just hope we get a nice uh, Iowa City West team coming into town. Another home game uh, for the Maroons, which uh, is, 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 is well needed at this time. But uh, you should see a good Iowa City West team next Thursday. All right. We'll, we'll, that'll wrap up our broadcast tonight. And again, the girls game won by Dowling 51-48. Oh, my goodness. The coach came up. Stop the presses. Stop the presses. The coach <laughs> Coach is here. Coach, thanks for joining us yeah. as uh, Clay Thiel King joins us. And, uh, Coach, you know, we saw a lot of good things happen. We mm-hmm. saw a pretty good Ankeny team. And uh, just telling Jimmy, uh, the Maroons made their – you made your run in the third quarter, took the lead, and all of a sudden Ankeny hit some baskets some fouls. And, uh, you know, they took back the control. But we thought we had a Southeast Polk uh, yeah. come from behind victory uh, tonight. But uh, kids played hard. They always do. Played hard. Yeah. Um, we got a lot to clean up defensively. I mean, 74 points is a lot of points um, to give up. But I credit Ankeny. I thought they played very well. They shot it well. Um, shot it well early and got pretty comfortable. And um, and then it gets a little contagious. And so I credit those guys, you know. And I thought we got good looks. Uh, missed a handful of, of bunnies and layups that were contested, but we got to the rim. Um, and, I, and I was pretty happy with the looks we got. I mean, when you score 65, We'd like to think that'd be enough to sure. to wind up, you know, on top. But um, we struggled to to get stops tonight, and we'll fix it. You know, it's early, and we're learning, and and we got things to clean up, and we know that. So credit to those guys. I thought Ankeny played really well tonight. Yeah, they did. Had hats off to Coach Carlson, and uh, you know, Coach, your group, you led by Drew Marles, twenty four points. But how about Andrew Nyangi coming yeah. in off the bench? Uh, you know, Reddick uh, Reddick Metten got in some foul trouble, yeah. and Nyangi. Career-high 20 points. I know he's used to that in the JV games, right. but he did this in front of a crowd mm-hmm. and uh, this atmosphere. Congratulations to him. Bright spot, bright spot, yeah, and he's capable of that. You know, that's not a surprise to us. He does that. He's capable of doing what he did tonight, um, and it's good. It hurt to lose Riddick early, but, um, yeah, the blessing in disguise there was to have Andrew get extended minutes and contribute the way he did. Um, 
it's it's big because we're we're going to have to have different guys step up and and to have an interior player contribute like that was important. I, th I think when you look at your at your stats for tonight, 43 percent from the field, 42 percent from the three. You, you guys shot the ball above average that you did tonight, but I think where where I think you guys you know took your lumps was in the paint defensively, and losing Riddick to some foul trouble I think contributed to that. But certainly when you look at the strength. Or, or maybe the lack thereof that your smaller lineups possess. You know, talk about, you know, when you go to your zone and your man, and, and I think your zone has been so effective, and I think you found early that you had to come out of your zone because Ankeny hit some shots. Mm -hmm. But man-to-man, -man, how, how do you get these kids, you know, a little bit tougher, uh, a little bit more aggressive inside the paint where I think Ankeny had – had their ways with you there. They did. Yeah, they did. Uh, that's, a, that's a weakness of ours. You know, I think there's a physical – there's a physical difference there. Um, it's, uh, but it's a prideful thing too. You know, I mean, we got to, we we have to do a better job of helping them guard the ball one on one and not get beat off the dribble and not let guys get to where they want to get. And um, you know, Geary and, and Johnson are tough matchups for us, and they are for a lot of teams. You know, Carson is just really good with the ball and can kind of get where he wants to regardless and Aguirre if he gets going downhill it's hard to stop him and, and he did and that was a little disappointing I thought we'd do a better job of, of keeping him in front but um but you're right because we're not going to be able to sit in a zone for 32 minutes a game no you, you know won't. And, and we found that out early tonight <laughs> that teams make shots early we're gonna have to throw different looks at them and be able to guard him and man and so um a lot to work on um It'll be a challenge to us, and we'll challenge the guys to do that. This this film will be a good one to watch. Certainly, one of the bright spots from from tonight is is the play of Joey Coppola. Joey's coming off an injury, and so he got probably more minutes than you anticipated him getting tonight. Uh, but talk about what what he brings to the lineup, and uh, and and how that may change some of your strategies. It's big. It's big. He does a lot for us. You know, he, you know, other than scoring, he does so much defensively. Um, and he's not he's not 100% yet obviously he's um, he's not there you know but it was good to see him out there and when he gets to be 100% which I hope is sooner rather than later um, changes a lot you know I guess Davis and Drew off of the ball a lot more and lets them be the shooters and scorers they are offensively I think in our zone he's going to be uh, real good as far as uh, he's he's long you know he's got some length and some anticipation that's a gift in that zone to get deflections and things of that nature. So it's a, it's a first step. Um, he's not close to where he wants to be, but it was good to see him in the mix. Yeah, it certainly was. Now, Coach, uh, you have one more game before the uh, Christmas holiday. Ninth-ranked Iowa City West comes to town Thursday night. Uh, we'll be on the air at 6.15, tip-off at 6.30. Sophomore game starts at 5. And uh, just happened to, I had to get, you know, you have a, the guy that I have for uh, – uh, sitting next to me you got to get prepped up for him so i, I gave him a little <laughs> homework assignment so I, I ran this off this is you know i see there's a mccaffrey and earl and a cook on the team all iowa grads their dads were and now they're the kids are jack mccaffrey six eight sophomore averaging 18 points 10 rebounds um i, I wondered how we're going to match up with him that's going to be yeah. interesting It'll and be interesting. Uh, uh kareem earl six four junior averaging about 14 and a half points so i just 
kind of brought this out of yeah, the Yeah, you know, coach, <laughs> coach is just trying to swallow this last two hours, and <laughs> now you're throwing Iowa City West, who's coming in rated ninth and, and three, <laughs> three formidable guys. When did the Dowling hey, coach, boys, that's okay. When did the boys' parents come in involved with this? Is there a parent meeting tonight? I mean, earlier guy? we talked about him dunking off a chair. So, I mean, you got to understand huh. where we've come from in this in this broadcast. Yeah, it went off the rails help, early, it help, sounds like. Help me out, Coach yeah. Kiel, can no. you help me out? Hey, uh, they're good. You know, we watch a little film on them. And um, a legendary coach, a um, lot of success with that program. Coach Bergman. Yeah. Bergman's been there forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're good. They got, they've got they got a really good point guard that um, – and, yeah, Stevens. Um, they got weapons. They got size. They're athletic. Um, and then McCaffrey's he's a legit player. He's only a sophomore, but um, – he can do it all, so it'll be a good challenge. But we turned the page. We talked about it already. You know, we're, we're looking forward to the challenge, and it'll be good for us to go on a break with, with another tough one at home. And and our guys will respond. You know, uh, it's finals week, so they got a lot going on. So we'll, uh, it's good to have a few days of practice because they'll be a little bit shorter. But um, we'll be ready to go and um, see what happens. All right. Well, it's good, good talking with yeah. you. I was concerned when they they warned you. You got a warning tonight. Yeah. So yeah, that probably or? won't be the last one. I thought it was my uh, color guy here yelling. Say, so I, I got to coach more basketball because I never get warned in football. It's, it's immediate, so First I don't know what all, you do, but I got to learn He sits in the that. press box during football games. He's up next <laughs> to me, so they, it's kind of hard to do. But uh, yeah, good effort. I, you know, yeah, it was good effort, and uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, we'll. Uh, it's a long season. Our kids are resilient. We'll be fine. All right, Coach Steelkin, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you Thursday. And that will wrap up our broadcast night. I appreciate Clay Thielking, the Dowling Boys head coach, coming up. And, uh, Jimmy, you've already had your th- final thoughts. We, yeah. we need to get out. Uh, and out well, you got to feel for you know, Coach Thielking. They're fighting. They're fighting hard. And, you know, they've had a, a, a tough road in, in December. But yep. to have your first home game uh, under your belt, that feels good. So move on, as he said. That's right. Well, that will wrap up our broadcast tonight on CISN and the Iowa Catholic Radio Network for – Jimmy Cataldo, for Scott Babinat, for everybody involved with our broadcast tonight from the Dowling Gym, reminding you of the final scores for the final time in the girls' contest. It was uh, 11th-ranked Dowling defeating the 7th-ranked Ankeny girls 51-48 in Game 1. And in Game 2, it was Ankeny defeating the Dowling boys 74-65. Dowling falls to 2-4 and four in boys' play, and the Ankeny boys improve their record to 3-4. and four. Our next broadcast will be this Thursday night. Dowling hosting Iowa City West, pregame at 6.15, and tip-off at 6.30 from the Dowling Gym. Join me and Jimmy Cataldo for the call here on Iowa Catholic Radio. For Jennifer Phelps, our studio producer, and for the CISN crew, this is Mark Amadale saying goodnight and so long here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network and CISN.tv. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formaware. Thank you for supporting the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.